Let it roll. Did you hit the button? Oh, I hit the button, dude. I hit it. I hit that the, fucking thing really fucking the hard. The button's been hit. Oh, I just got a text from KJG. It says, help. Help. <laughs> I, need I need somebody. somebody. <laughs> the browser blocked your mic and camera. Ah, uh, shit. All right. So so typically when your camera gets blocked, what you have to do is you got to go click that little icon in the top right. Right? Because, like, your little camera's there. And, like, yeah. you just click that. And it just says, oh, he, I, so I know what he did. This is what he's got to do. All right. So I got to send a picture to Kevin real quick to explain okay. to him just to click on that thing. And let me see. Uh, let me see. Here you go, Kevin. I'm going to help you out, buddy. Yeah, help him out. Click that and allow access. There you go. That should work. Well, that explains that. Yeah. Oh, I did. Ah. Maybe he's uh -oh. having problems. Is he having problems? I think he might be having problems. Sounds like problems. And the same screen pops up. Try using Firefox or something else, right? Like, he could do that, right? Maybe. Yeah, he could do yeah. that. Or Edge, maybe? Would that oh. work? Yeah, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Labor Day here in the good old U.S. of A., and apparently I need to do work because we can't get Kevin on the show. But uh, for now, it's me and the, uh, the good-looking one. Oh, man, he's completely fucked. I don't have it. Edge and Chrome both did the same thing. Let me see if a little restart might work. Eh, dude, I don't know. Now I got to manage a show. I got to help Kevin out. I'm being pulled in all kinds of directions here. I shouldn't be doing any fucking work today, dude. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Isn't it funny? Oh, well, you know. Isn't it funny, though, like, it's supposed to be like a day for no work, and yeah. yet here we are, and now I got more work to do? I mean, but I didn't do shit today, Tony, so I'm feeling good about this. I shaved. I okay. greased a couple of fucking uh, hinges. Oh, uh, injuries, huh? Oh, you didn't, you didn't fucking give me the line. <laughs> I was, I thought about it, but I thought I was like, man, what, what kind of like hinges? That's not very sexy. No, it's not. But they were squeaking, you know. So I had to give them a good old lube they job were, and all this they, and that. They were squeaking, so you made them squeal. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Let me, all right, let me see what this camera and microphone allowed. Uh, so, all right, yeah, so. Yeah, so it's all set up. Continue allowing. Oh, hey, KJG. <laughs> this is live coverage, folks. <laughs> oh, he's coming in. Oh, wait. It says entering the studio. Wait, this is a video, though. What the hell did he do? Oh, it still blocked him. Oh, so, dude. To join the broadcast, click the camera icon in the access bar and click always allow and then click done. That's it. Like, done. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Is he even hearing me? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know, dude. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know. You know, this, this to me seems like one of those times when, uh, you know, you go out to the middle of the lake and you toss your kid in the, in the lake and see if you can swim. That's yeah. What seems like. <laughs> I feel, I feel like. It's weird because Matt, Matt, every Matt, so you folks know, had every intention of joining us tonight. But apparently, he also needs to work on Labor Day, mm -hmm. so he's slinging pies at some undisclosed location. Yeah, well, can you do that a little fucking? <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry. Hopefully, KJG will be joining us tonight, so he could hear for once and for all that he's now losing the picks for the year. Honk uh -oh. honk. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, wait. Now, now I stole his gimmick. Now he's going to be even more pissed at me. You went honk honk with it? Oh. No, it is what it is. Honk honk? Who's leading picks? Honk honk? <laughs> no, like, I, I don't know. Honk honk. <laughs> like, or fucking Beetlejuice. Honk honk. Oh, yeah, honk honk. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Tony, a couple. Of, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no I was, I was, I was going to ask you because you had mentioned it uh, last week, uh, last Monday. Uh, after the show, that uh, you and your you and your boy were getting haircuts. Oh yeah. So I gotta know. Still, well, uh, still. I mean, you you look great. Well, here's the problem. I really didn't need a haircut, but I went for solidarity, and I uh, and uh, I'm sure I told you my barber. His English isn't so great. Mm-hmm. He mostly speaks Spanish. My son, who's learning Spanish in school, probably knows more than I do, and he doesn't help. So when I got in the chair, I said just like him and I pointed to my kid and he goes you want it tight I said yeah tight so he fucking went really dude like look how high up he is look at this shit yeah on top of that I've got this bump in the back of my head that I never knew I had before but now that I don't have hair covering it up it's like really fucking weird are you talking about that knob gimmick on the back yeah dude like my knob is huh oh yeah (laughs) god damn you My knob is really protrusive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's good. Solid knob. God, have I told you I hate you? <laughs> I mean, it's been a while. No, what I want to ask, though, is uh, the boy. Did, he, did, he uh, fix his, did, he, did he fix his hair, Tony, or did he get the same thing? He's still got the... It's it's a shorter <sighs> version of the Lego hair. Come on. He likes his haircut, man. I like his haircut, too. I think it looks good on him. Well, I mean, he should like it because it's on his head. That's the most important thing. Yeah, but of course. It, at the same time, like, is that a style now? Are the kids going? No, hair? no. Oh. The style is fucking broccoli hair, which is a kick in the dick. Have you you've seen the kids with the broccoli hair? It's yeah. all fucking permed like up here, and then everything else is like short. Yeah, I've it's I've seen fucking, it. It's ridiculous. And the mullets are coming back too. By the way, mullets are hideous. I can't yet, do the mullet thing, man. Yet here they are. Yeah. Now, now I I told you I've traveled to Spain a lot over the yeah. past like 10, 15 years, and I saw it coming back there a few years ago, but. That they that's fucking style there. That's that's the the football haircut, the soccer haircut. Okay. A lot and of then, the dudes that play soccer over there, they they like the mullets. And I mean, years ago in Minnesota, I'd probably maybe even eight to ten years ago during the high school during the high school hockey tournament. Oh pretty much, god! Pretty much all the kids had mullets for the for the hockey tournament. Oh yeah, hockey hair, bro. I forgot yeah. they called it hockey hair. Yeah. Or ten, they call it joining the ten ninety club. 1090 club. I don't know that one. 10 in the front, 90 in the back. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, I heard 1090 club, I think, was like a fucking Pennsylvania thing. I I first heard that in the CKY videos. Yeah, we joined the 1090 club. It's horrible. horrible. Uh, Hey, if anybody has Kevin's private personal number or his his messenger, see if you can help him out, please. I mean, I think he's he's lost right now. Matt, if you're listening, help Kevin. Oh, God. It's like the blind leading the blind. Well, a, a couple of pay-per-views happened this weekend. Yes, they did. I guess we got some results to discuss, and uh, mm. I don't know. I don't know if I feel like doing so much work tonight, bro. I don't know about you, but I didn't do much today, and I kind of want to keep it that way. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. It's a holiday, man. It's a holiday. Like, and Matt's not here to yell at me, so. Right. I mean, I could fill the roles. Fucking Joe. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Filling rolls, <laughs> putting a little cream in them donuts. Oh, yeah. Load those donuts up. 
Oh boy. Getting showed. Fucking Brunden already jumping in. OBJ seems to start the broccoli hair garbage here. Who's OBJ? Oh, oh Odell Beckham, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's our dude. And uh, some guy got fired too. Hmm. I wonder who Brunden could be talking about. Hmm. <laughs> well, we'll get to all that in next, I guess. <laughs> all that in next. And a bag of chips too, right okay. here on the Shining Wizards. I hope I fucking clicked the right thing now. Let's we'll see. see. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live in high-definition video and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. You are watching Shining tuned in live to episode 653 of the shining wizards wrestling podcast coming to you live on social media going with you wherever you go on every streaming and podcasting platform for now there's only two of us in studio but i say that's enough to get into some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling tony handsome kevin and i guess it's us for now bro i'm okay with that Okay. I'm kind of okay with it. I'm I'm a little sad. Kevin's not here yet. I mean, yeah. he's having some issues. I'm I'm kind of hoping somebody's helping him work through it. Yeah. And uh, Matt's slinging the pizzas. So uh, it's not like anything big happened this week in wrestling anyway. So no. we don't really have much to worry about. It was a down weekend. It, it kind of seemed that way, right? Lots of downs. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a chromosomal way. <laughs> you lobbed that one up, and I was like, ah. No, I'm going to let them pass. So. I kind of walked it back just a little just bit. Just a little. Just a little. Just I a, took just away joke. anything like further than just, hey, you know, it was a reference and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. How was your holiday weekend? It was good, man. It was good. I, I quite honestly, I didn't do much of anything. Uh, got done, uh, went out to dinner with uh, with the wife Friday night. Saturday morning, she packed up and, and she went camping. Duke and I laid down a uh, Year of Duke and Rogue episode and 
I just hung out, watched the pay-per-view, stopped out to see my wife while she was camping, just stopped, stopped over there, said hi to everybody for a couple hours and came back home, got the pay-per-view. Sunday, did some work in the office. Monday, today, not much of anything, man. It's been very, it's been nice. It's been nice. Nice, easy, easy pace this weekend. You? Yeah, I mean, I had a, I've been pretty busy at work the past couple of weeks. Not anything that was like mine per se, but... Um, you always got to be careful when you offer your services to everyone else in the office, because, uh, once you put it out there, you'll be surprised how many people will be like, Hey, I got something for you to do. So between doing research and doing reviews and, you know, going through some, some calendar entries and whatnot, like, yeah, it turned out to be a busy week, but Saturday we went out to my favorite Korean place. We went for some hot pot and my wife yelled the entire time. Because either the chicken wasn't cooked enough or the meat quality wasn't so good and we ran out of this and we didn't have that and the, the grill's not hot enough. So always made it enjoyful. And then on top of that, she goes, well, since we came here, can you take me to see the Barbie movie? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, do I get to yell at you about how raw everything is in this movie? <laughs> did, 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 you go, did you go see the Barbie movie, Tony? I offered and I was turned down, so okay. no, we did not. But it wasn't okay. for my lack of trying, by the way. Gotcha. When you said you were out to dinner and your wife was yelling the entire time, I thought maybe that the uh, your hot pot spot was right across the maybe a ball field, something like that. But no, no, no. Okay. There, there was there were no youngins that she was checking out on <laughs> gotcha. a Saturday. Sunday we went to my sister in law's. Uh, she had a little like her and her husband, uh, little barbecue, little little you know. Uh, pinata action for the kids so they had some candy and whatnot and then today it's just been chilling at home grease and hinges around the house <laughs> i actually did a little ddpy today because i put on a few lbs when i was on vacation and uh they're not i'm not as heavy as i was when i got back but i could use a little bit of work so i'm gonna put the work in now right. i got i got a little ddpy i got i got it and i i went hard at it oh yeah i went hard at it for, for a while uh stepped out of the uh stepped out of the routine obviously but when you step back in because i've stepped back in here and there over the last couple of years when you step back in do you step back in at that beginner level or do you do you step back in you know getting getting hard my 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 thought today was to do exactly that because i can i can really hardcore out even the intro stuff like energy fat burner mm -hmm. like i they're so ingrained in me like i can easily hit my marks every time i do those workouts however i saw there were about four or five new workouts that were up this past month because i haven't done it in a while and uh apparently there was a ddpy summit this past week or this past month okay. so everybody was back like hayden was back ddp like everybody was there and uh, there's a new woman who's like, she just got certified. She did a couple of the ones like in DDP's house, like the accountability, you know, workouts. Yeah. But she did one today that was called squatting and swearing. And it was all like, you know, like, you know, you, you put your toes out, you do the diamond cutter down, then you like yeah. reach your forearms down. So she had a whole workout just dedicated to like working your legs in the squat position. Bro, my shit was trembling. I, I probably should have started with that one, but it was a good fucking workout. Yeah, I was in I, the I was in the red for like a third of the time. It was fucking worth it. I'm still on the the, D, the DVDs, man. The the original DVDs. Oh, dude, I love them. I go back to them all the time. All the DVDs, all of those uh, videos are on the app. So when I'm in the mood to go back old school, mm -hmm. I just pull them up on the app. I love doing the old energy, mm -hmm. the old fat burner. Um, there's one mixtape. Mixtape fucking rules. 
If you okay. ever work up to that one, because yeah. it's got a little bit of everything, a little bit of like energy fat burner, a little bit of core, things like that. So a, a little bit of the stand-up workout. Gotcha. It's got a little, a little nice little hodgepodge there. I love the DVDs. You can't go wrong with the DVDs. It's good no, shit. No, I, I, I've enjoyed it. It's just, you know, getting in the routine, man. It's just getting in the routine. It's, no, easier, to, it's easier not to be in routine than it is to, to be in. I haven't gotten any more messages from KJG. That makes me nervous. Oh, boy. That makes me nervous. Oh boy. Haven't heard from Matt, which means he's not listening because he's not talking shit. So right. <laughs> that doesn't make me nervous. Yeah, that'll be fine. That'll so be fine. He'll listen back. Oh, all you do is talk shit. Yeah, that's all you do is talk shit when you're not here. <laughs> so don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. You're doing good. <sighs> all right, good. so I guess you're handling like a lot of the like posting shits up, like little logos and stuff. You got yeah, yeah. that covered. I got that covered, man. And I think today the magic number is six. I know we didn't talk about working anything out. So when we move on to what we're going to do next, just be mindful. I do have six. And you might be asking me, you might say to yourself, Tony, what exactly are you talking about when you say six? And I can tell you all that I'm about to take it over the top. WWE Payback. In a steel cage match, Becky Lynch defeated Trish Stratus with the special guest referee John Cena. LA Knight defeated The Miz. WWE United States title match. Rey Mysterio defeated Austin Theory in a tag team championship match. It was a steel city street fight. The Judgment Day defeat Kevin Owens to become your new champions. Women's world title match, Rhea Ripley defeated Raquel Rodriguez. And in the heavyweight title match, Seth Rollins defeated Shinsuke Nakamura with Muda sitting front row. On WWE NXT, the Creed Brothers defeated the Dyad. Global Heritage Invitational Block A match. Stop it with all this bullshit. Butch defeated Charlie Dempsey. Electra Lopez and Lola Vice defeat Tina oh, yeah. Lola Vice. That's Her a, name was Lola. That's a that's a pure name. Uh, Dijak <laughs> defeated Eddie Thorpe in Global Heritage Invitational Block B match. Joe Coffey defeated uh, Nathan Frazier. And in a WWE NXT Women's Title Contender match, Keanu James defeated Blair Davenport, Gigi Dolan, and Roxanne Perez. Tony. Take me over the top. I got to give credit to Brundon for this one. The mayor of a historical district in Alaska was a cat named Stubbs who served until his death in 2017. Not to be confused with Kamala, whose nickname was also Stubbs later in life. (laughs) (laughs) Not bad. Not bad at all. It was a good one. AEW all out. Adam Page won some gimmick battle royal. Uh, Sheeta, Sky Blue, and Nightingale defeat Athena, Diamante, and Mercedes Martinez. AEW World Trios title match. Billy Gunn and the Acclaim defeat Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and Satnam Singh. ROH World Tag Team match. Better Than You, Bay Bay defeated the Dark Order in an ROH television title match. Samoa Joe defeated Shane Taylor. AEW TNT title match. Luchasaurus defeats Darby Allen. Miro defeated Powerhouse Hobbs. AEW TBS title match. Chris Statlander defeated Ruby Soho in a no disqualification strap match. Brian Danielson defeated Ricky Starks. Black Cool Combat Club defeated uh, Eddie Kingston. 
Shibata and Takeshita beat, beat Kenny Omega. Bullet Club Gold defeated FTR and the Young Bucks. And an AEW international title match, John Moxley defeated Orange Cassidy to become your yes. new international yes. champion. That's all right. Tony, over the top me, babe. The average boob weighs between one and two pounds. Most boobs in AEW weigh less than 180. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Over on ROH, Zach Sabre Jr. defeated Metalik. Josh Woods defeats John Walters. Lee Moriarty and the Work Horsemen defeat Beef, Invictus Cash, and Lord Crew. Who the fuck is Beef? Beef! Beef! <laughs> Cole Carter defeated Dustin Jackson. Emmy Sakura defeats Alice Crowley. Uh, the Spanish Announce Project defeat the Outrunners. Marina Shafir defeats Angelica Risk. And the Mogul Embassy defeat Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and Lee Johnson. Tony, take me over the top. CM Punk has more Meltzer-rated five-star matches than Kurt Angle. Only two of them, though, but it is true. October 16th, 2004, Samoa Joe versus CM Punk for Ring of Honor's Joe versus Punk 2. Very creative title. And July 17th, 2011, CM Punk versus John Cena at WWE's Money in the Bank. Back to you, Kevin. On Impact, an Impact Knockouts World Title Number One Contendership, 10 Knockout Battle Royal, Alicia Edwards. She won the damn thing. Mike Bailey defeats Crazy Steve by DQ. Eric Young defeats Khan. Chris Saban defeats Zach Wentz. Frankie Kazarian, Jake Something, and Sonata defeat Eddie Edwards. And the most professional wrestling gods, that's Brian Myers and I. Tony, (laughs) throw me over the top. A man's orgasm lasts about six seconds. A woman's lasts about 23 seconds. Just another thing women take forever to do. I mean, get on with it already, right? Oh, Jesus Christ. People got to work in the morning, right? We're late. Keep it down. The kids are sleeping. Yeah, Yeah, we're late for church, goddammit. (laughs) Yeah, enough with the Jesus, Jesus, oh my God. We'll be there tomorrow. I'll be an extra 23 seconds late. MLW Fury Road. Uh, MLW National Openweight Title Weapons of Mass Destruction Match. Ricky Shane Page defeats Jacob Fatu. B3 wow. Defeats Mickey Maki Ito. Kiss My Foot Match. That's uh, that's yeah. an old, old gimmick, right? Yeah. Cardona defeats Mance Warner. Ichiban defeats Tracy Williams. Kushida defeats Tony Deppen. And in an MLW World Heavyweight Title Match, Alex Kane defeats Willie Mack. Tony, take me over that top. Something I learned today. Jungle Boy Jack Perry worked as an extra in the Quentin Tarantino movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It must have been during this time where Jack learned how to be a whiny little bitch. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Uh, <laughs> and here we go. NWA power. <sighs> Zion defeats Jordan Clearwater. NWA women's t- television title match. Max the Impaler defeats Kenzie Page. And Matt Cardona defeats Ricky Morton. Tony, one more time for me, man. 
Holy shit. Take me over the top. The CM in CM Punk's name stands for Chick Magnet. Wrestling fans have the two initials FL in front of their names, too. What does that stand for? Fucking loser! Felt good, Tony. Felt good. What, to call the fans losers again? I'll do it every fucking week. Every fucking time. (laughs) Always feels good. Speaking of calling people up from the bullpen, ladies and gentlemen, KJG has joined us. Oh, mama. You You can hear me now. Oh, yeah, Yeah. we got you, brother. We got you. God, I've never had such technical difficulties as I've had tonight. Well, you're here. That's all that matters. So what, what exactly happened? So, well, I was here at like 6.15. Like, I was here before Handsome Kevin, and I was ready to go. Aces. He couldn't hear me. And then I restarted my computer, and then I got back in the stream yard, and it said that my browser had blocked my camera and microphone. Oof. Yeah. So I did everything that you said. I sent you the, the stuff, uh, and then it was like, you know, allow access on the address bar and all that stuff. So did all that. Nothing was working. So I was like, you know what? Let me charge the phone and plug it in. So we'll figure it out for next or for two weeks from now, I guess. No, you're good, man. We, uh, we got you. I know it, it can be frustrating. It, it's it's annoying and it sucks, but you're here. It's all that matters. We got you. Listen, I was ready to go, baby. I was aces to go. Like you look so like you're ready aces, to go. Yeah, man. Don't don't be deflated. Are on the phone that I'm using to record myself, so it's gonna be really tough right now but i'm here baby so let's go you guys did it great over the top by the way tremendous oh thank you uh it's i mean it's not like anything happened in wrestling this week no nothing at all pretty flat flat week well do we want to open up with the obvious phil yeah good old phil i love it jobless phil no he won't he won't be he won't be out of work for long i'll tell you that much no, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, I guess we might as well just start with that. Do you think? Uh, do you think uh, the doofus son-in-law would be receptive to bringing him back into the fold for WWE? Me? Either one. Hundred percent. Yeah. It'll I mean, happen I, by November, guaranteed. No, Kevin, you're uh, you're you're hesitating. I I want to see him back, and I want to see him back sooner rather than later. Uh, I think that it was earlier today I read uh, read an article that said that there was plans in the works if he were to leave AEW earlier, that he might have been back for the 2023 Royal Rumble, which would have worked out. I mean, would have worked out just fine for me. I would have been happy with that. Uh, do I want to see him back? Yes. And I want to see him back like right away. Uh, are they going to be open and receptive to having back? Probably. Uh, and I think that he probably does much better in that setting than in the the what seems to be somewhat of a lawless setting in AEW. Agreed. Agreed 100%. Because CM Punk, despite the tenure and the, the longevity that he has, won't get away with anything, even if it's not his fault, won't get away with anything like he did in AEW than he will in WWE. Because there are people there that will smack his face up if, if so be it, like he gets out of line. So, right. But I don't think he would do that because I think he's also that smart where he would know not to ruffle the feathers there. 
Mm-hmm. So AEW is like, all right, whatever. Like it's a fucking fun house. So like do it, do whatever you want and right. you can't get in trouble for it. Whereas WWE, oh, you can get in trouble for it. And we also won't pay you. And you also can't go work anywhere else. Right. For, you know, 180 days or whatever. So I would, I would, I guess like I I'm, I'm all for him coming back all for him. Coming. But Tony, what do you, what do you, what do you think? What are your, that's a great call. hundred <clears throat> percent. I agree. He should come back. Um, I think he would fit in better. Of course, in WWE, I think, I think it's a better situation that he was fired for everybody. I think it's better for him. It opens him up, you know, a better opportunity. I think as far as he's concerned, I think AEW, whether or not they were really receptive to CM Punk trying to help them out, they seem to just be kind of set in their ways, and that's the way it's going to be. So somebody coming in like a CM Punk, who definitely was not, I mean, don't get me wrong, everybody's there for a paycheck, but I think even CM Punk made it known, like he was there, to he wants to help. And if you cut that out from under him, then he's just another performer, and I think... I think it was better for both sides. There's a lot that happened leading to that decision that left a bad taste in my mouth. But, I mean, I think in terms of the results, like what? it was the only real way to go, you know? Like what? what? What left a bad taste in your mouth? Well, I listened to Jim Cornette's show from yesterday because he had an entire follow-up. Because he's a, he's a huge CM Punk fan. Like, huge that's all he talks about with AEW and what a great job Collision was doing. And, uh, you know, clearly it was Punk's influence on the show and just a big fan. But they, they got into a lot of the behind the scenes, apparently. And I don't know. I don't know if this is I don't know if it's been out there in other, um, you know, in other forums. But there was supposed to be some sort of meeting they were putting together before everybody left for for England where, CM Punk was going to sit down with Tony Khan, with the Young Bucks. I think they were going to finally, like, like squash everything. This was supposed to happen in Atlanta before they left. Because CM Punk at one point had posted that he was in Atlanta with his wife and Larry just chilling out before they left for the pay-per-view. Why were they in Atlanta? They were there for this meeting, which got canceled after Punk had left and went to Atlanta for the meeting. So it's kind of like, why did that get canceled? Then apparently, I don't know if it was before or after the after his appearance at the pay-per-view, somebody in the transportation department kind of fucked him over yep. where his transportation either to or from the venue wasn't there, so he wound up having to try to get an Uber, which he couldn't get because it was the fucking show. He wound up trying to take the, the, the tunnel, the tubes, whatever they call them in England, the subway. <laughs> what and, he got, and he got lost, so... <laughs> A, a, a couple of fans saw him and helped him out to get back to his hotel or to his hotel or whatever. So it just seems like somebody was kind of putting the Iggy like, hey, we don't fucking want to make this easy on this guy. Now, I don't know. I'm not there, but this is what I've been hearing and what's been out there. So I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think anyone there is that bright to do that, to be honest with you. Like, I, don't, I don't even think Tony Khan is that bright to like put the kibosh on somebody like in that sort of way. Well, I it's, also I also heard the person that was in in the trans was like a friend of the Young Bucks. So this guy had his job because Matt and Nick were his boys. So not saying he was told to do it. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him for thinking of it himself or herself. But 
That's kind of what's been going around with this. So and apparently... What makes no sense to me, Tony, is that... And Kevin, is that... Like, Tony Khan hired CM Punk. Kenny yep. Omega and the Young Bucks were still executive vice presidents then. They brought him in. And, like... So the fact that, like, he's, like, gone right now, like, and they had, like... It, it, they, they're smarter than this. They would know what to do with, with Punk if... It just it just does, none of it none of it makes sense is what it what it is none of it makes sense. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys the you guys read the the press release that Khan put out of course. Uh, this disciplinary committee is anybody <laughs> like it's got to be the 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 fucking Bucks and Omega right like there's there's no actual disciplinary con, con, committee. I, I, it's got to be those is fucking it, is kids. It not a, is it not an independent firm that is coming in? Or that came in because it's over. Um, yeah. How? Uh, no, but an independent firm would take a little bit more time than that, would they not? Unless they just decided, like, hey, let's avoid all this and let's just part ways. This no, this is this is all lawyer speak. You can't tell me that, and I would hope that Tony Khan would get on TV or even put out a statement that says, "I was fearful for my life." I mean. That's lawyer speak, dude. That's like, we know there's a lawsuit coming for breach of contract, mm-hmm. so we have to have an airtight excuse or reason to let him out of his contract for a cause. And I bet you there's one where, you know, the, the, you know any kind of, like, physical violence or aggression or whatnot. And plus, from I've also heard that after the scrum last year and the fight that happened after the scrum, apparently Punk signed some sort of deal where he wasn't allowed to get physical backstage with anyone i don't know how true that is but if this is written into his contract it's a whole lot of lawyer speak because i would hope to god that tony khan wouldn't put this out there like to try to get himself sympathy because he clearly didn't get sympathy when he did this in front of the crowd on on uh, at the pay-per-view this weekend <laughs> that was great i love when he came out and they booed the piss out of him the statement should have simply been if i was if i was tony khan like hey you know we've came to terms with the release of cm punk we want to thank him for his time here. We want to wish him the best of luck in his future endeavors or however you want to phrase it. But we're here to bring you the best in wrestling, and that's what we're going to do tonight, and blah, 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 blah. Right. They clearly threw in the fearful for my life because there's some lawyer ease behind that, and somebody from the legal team said, you better cover your ass and make sure we got a fucking airtight reason for yeah. releasing you. That's what. It Even was. though it's on TV and it could be considered an act, you better just say it just in case. Does the... Uh... Does that footage ever make uh, light, Tony? I kind of hope not. But, okay. I mean, if, if, if it's said and done, what would be the purpose? But if this does go to court, it would probably have to, right? right. Yep. You know? What, so, wait, what, what would actually go to court? CM Punk filing for wrongful termination? Yeah, breach of contract. No. Yeah, wrongful but, termination, wants him to pay out the rest of his contract. I mean, if he's interested in doing that, he can. There's no chance he does that, I don't think. No, you're right. He probably doesn't. And I think I would agree with you there that he's probably just, you know, he wants to move on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because the only other time he was tied up in a lawsuit was when the doctor from the WWE was suing him. Right. So I don't think he would pursue anything legally. But... If he did, then then it would clearly have to come in because if there's footage of exactly what happened, they'd want to put that in front of a jury. And if they see him goozling fucking Jungle Boy, 
So the only way I could see that possibly happening is if there was like a civil thing filed against him where he would want to see it. So then he could file the charge against AEW for the wrongful termination to benefit his case in any any sort of physical or uh, civil like with him in, in Jungle Boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's anything criminal coming out of this, to be honest no, yeah. with you. I don't I mean. I mean, there might be like, if if Jack Perry was like the victim of assault, maybe. But right. You'd have to have the police there and have an investigation at the time. I, I don't. Have, there would have to be an initial report at the time that was fought, like that was made and filed, which is like that's like the first step in doing this sort of thing. And plus, and it's England. better than anybody. It's like the but the more you can have just in case on your side, or even if it's not on your side, if it's just there is the better for you for discovery and for all that, all that stuff. That's a good, I never even thought about that, Tony. Be, uh, like you said, it, it was England. Does that bear any, anything over this? It'd be take the, the incident taking place in England. The, I mean, the only thing that you can say is that you'd have to hopefully ask them or subpoena, you know, to, the stadium, yeah. Hey, we need the footage. Now, how long do they keep the footage? Do they say like, hey, there might be some criminal or, or civil stuff coming out of this. Let's save the footage. And on top of that, you have to look into what the reach of the subpoena is because you could subpoena people all over the world. You could send a subpoena to whoever you yeah. want. Whether or not they actually respond or or have to respond is a whole other story. You know, so, so it's all there, up there in are, the air. There are certain retention times for certain things. Yeah, but that's in the U.S. We don't know what, you know, right. like what, what the U.K. does for stuff like that. So like no. handsome Kevin, like say like you were like you had you were involved in an incident and like you wanted body camera footage from this incident from those said officers. If there's only a certain amount of time that that is held, so like you can't get that. But like surveillance footage, if that's as evidence and there's a request to save it, at least where I work, you can keep it for as long as you want. Like hmm. it's just. It's just it's just depending on whether or not somebody wants it at some point. At some point, it does right. get destructive. Yeah, right. and you would think like with this whole investigation that I would assume Tony Khan maybe had legal counsel send them a letter saying, "Hey, we need this footage," and maybe they maybe they complied. I mean, I, if, if I was doing an investigation, that's what I would have done. Right. Well, you. So there's two different schools of thought here. Like the the establishment could either voluntarily submit it to you. There's um a form that you could they can, you can have them fill out if it's not readily available at the time and then they send it to you and then you go and pick it up or or they could just or you could subpoena it like you said and if but the thing is though the police have to do that like if someone who was the victim of that crime goes to said venue and says hey i want the surveillance video you no you can't the surveillance like they have no obligation to give that to you. No, the they don't. They can, but they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah so, but man. I mean, so if it was the police and it was a police investigation, yeah, you can, if you have, a, if you have a, if you have, uh, you know, a, a case pending, you could, you know, absolutely send a subpoena and, you know, the judge will, the judge could even sign off on a subpoena as well. You know, Correct. like once you bring, once you bring a suit, you have the power to subpoena whatever you want. It's just a matter of, there's that extra little caveat that you're reaching overseas now to a different country. Yeah. Do they have an obligation to respond to a foreign subpoena? I don't know. Can a court here force them to answer the subpoena? I mean, I would assume so because the United Kingdom and the United States have a good relationship. 
Maybe there's something there. I don't know. It's rough. I, I think we're putting a lot of – it's a great conversation, but I think we're putting a lot before the horse here. Oh, yeah, for sure. We have no idea. And like you said earlier, I don't think CM Punk brings this up. I think he's happy no. to be out of this. Now, since it's a breach of contract, I don't know what the contract says. What kicks in? Is is Punk free to go to show up wherever he wants tonight? Tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? If I think I texted you guys, man. If he showed up at, at uh, Payback, I, I would have had a boner so big he could eat eaten a full pizza off of. <laughs> I, I, I was, and why not? Like, if, if he can, right? If he oh, can. Oh, he can, for and, sure. And they they were already in talks to bring him in uh, prior to him going to AEW. I mean, if he's got if he's got no no compete, man, get after it. Get get That's his what, ass there. Get his ass there. Does anybody know that? Does anybody know if he has that or or not? Has that not been made clear? We don't know. I have read so many different articles, and none of them have mentioned whether or not they can can uh, confirm a no compete. So I, I say you bring them if Survivor Series, which I'm pretty, I'm like 99.9% sure is in Chicago. You bring him yeah. in there and dude, like I, I'm, I'm all for Cody Rhodes finishing the story and beating Roman Reigns. But if you have CM Punk, Roman Reigns, bro, here for it. Yeah. Here for it. And let CM Punk not, maybe not beat him in Chicago in November, but start that story. I don't even know. I I don't even know if I necessarily would want to see him with Cody more than I would want to see him with Seth Rollins. Who Roman? No, um, uh, CM Punk. Oh no! Yeah, I would take that too. Because I mean, they're both Ring of Honor guys, you know. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Well, now that they're not tied down with the titles anymore, right? You know, that's one thing that I was disappointed about with all the with all the bullshit that was going on with Judgment Day. I kind of had it in the back of my head going, well, they really not aren't they're not doing anything with Punk and Owens except with Punk and Owens Jesus without with with Zane and Owens except for like Owens was just stomping around like being angry all the yeah. time. I was like, eh, maybe, but I didn't think they would. Right. And so, then Hell's Bells they did. So, so Kevin, I still love I still love Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They still get the best reactions on the show. Oh, they do for sure, yeah. All the time. But I agree with Tony in the, in the aspect that like once they were migrated away from the Judgment Day feud, I mean, uh, the uh, the Bloodline feud, they were just back and forth to the Judgment Day for weeks and weeks and weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fun, cool, but not as like impactful as as it was on SmackDown to me. Oh yeah, I mean you're 100 percent right there. Their their involvement with the Bloodline, uh, that storyline. I mean they're obviously two top stars, but that seemed to elevate them that much more. Just the just their work within that story. So uh, the, those two together. I mean whatever they're going to do next, I'm 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 interested to see. Uh, the other thing I'm interested to see was with with CM Punk being gone. Right, he's out of a- AEW. Do they keep on? Does the product keep on kind of losing my interest that much more? Because Collision was the show to watch, to me, at least. I mean, I, I watched I watched Dynamite, uh, but that's almost out of habit. But, like, Collision seemed to be the better show. With CM Punk being God, do they continue the this, this spiral down? Because it, it hasn't really been a good show for a while now. It hasn't been a good show, in your opinion, for a while now. Yes. So I, I disagree with that. I think it's been a good show for a while now. Um, 
But without Punk, obviously, it's going to take at least a little bit of a hit. Like, it can't not, despite what you think his draw is. Like, it's going to take a hit. Because when a top star is gone, a top star is gone, no matter whether the smart fans love him or the smart fans don't. And, uh, and Tony, you could probably chime in on this. Is like, they'll probably find somebody to fill that void as the figurehead for that show. Now, whether that's Daniel Bryan or oh God, Brian Danielson or uh, – whether that's Edge, uh, someone's going to come in. And that show, I mean, it's a Saturday Night Wasteland. So, like, but yeah. we're getting into the fall season. So, hopefully that helps it a little bit more, even though football happens. So, who knows, man. But uh, No, I just I, I want to clarify uh, what I was saying there. Uh, Collision has been a good show. Dynamite has not. Right. And that's what I mean. Like, is collision now? You know what I mean? It's now collision going to catch on to what what Dynamite's been doing. And then we're going to have two very, very subpar wrestling shows. So you're you're thinking that, like, all the Dynamite guys that were not necessarily on collision, like Kenny Omega and the Bucks and Paige, now they're going to transfer over to, to collision and be the faces of that show, whereas it was a kind of a totally different identity. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. T- Listen, times they are changing. They seem to be changing very fluidly, boys. Oh, yeah. What do you Eric? think, Tony? I'm sorry. I was editing something. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> no, no seriously. No, I, I lost. I'm, I'm working on something back here. You guys are good. Keep going. Awesome. Awesome. Like home run type material. From T Dunk, right there. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was editing something. <laughs> to each other, you stupid jerks. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, I mean, he didn't add that last part. No, no, because I if, was... I, if if I have this playing, I'm trying to like mute so this way you guys don't bleed through because I was playing something earlier, and uh, uh, handsome Kevin said it was bleeding through, so I didn't want to interrupt. But yeah. I'm glad oh, I could bring boy. you guys a chortle for not paying attention. Yeah, I liked oh, it. No, it I liked it. Uh, <laughs> The Nerd Report. The Nerd Report asks, Kevin, would you rather have a brand split this early in AEW? Uh, I don't know which which Kevin they're talking to with with, uh, with that. I can answer for myself. No, I hate brand splits altogether. But uh, KJG, what are you uh, what are you thinking? So I'm not against brand splits at all, at all. And despite the fact that AEW's roster has a lot of great talent on them, I don't think they could sustain a brand split with just exclusive brands. They just can't because they're not, the guys there are not all there yet. And, and that's what happens when you, when you flood, when you bring everybody in, which I credit them for, but you bring all these, like Hobbs and Miro, like, like Miro was brought in, like CM Punk was brought in. Like they haven't released a lot of, like how many people have they let go in, in their existence? Not a lot of people. Well, they, the way that they let go of people is uh, a lot less uh, newsworthy. They usually just yeah. let the contract expire and they get to fade back into the indie scene. Well, right. except for Big Swole. They they took all her weed and sent her on her way. Okay. <laughs> Less good. <laughs> hey, a friend of the show, Sonny Kiss, got uh, got his release. That's yeah. I don't, over and done. We've lost did greats you, like Marco you? Stunt. Yeah. Is Sonny's gone? Yeah, Sonny's yep. gone. Oh, 
but I'll see you next week. So I'm good. But I know I love I love Sunny. Like Sunny is one of my favorite people on this earth. So I can't wait to see her. I'll see her next uh, two weeks from now. So that's great. Okay, right. so let me let me ask you this, and I'm not bringing this up to be political or anything like that, but every single release that I that I read about Sonny Kiss being released, every every article has him referred to as she. Now I know, like we've always referred to Sonny as he, and I know there was an interview where where he said like, "Oh, you can call me she, you can call me he." Like I'm kind of a little bit of everything. Do you think it's kind of weird now that everybody's just calling him she or her she, her she? Huh. Um. So I'll answer that. Yeah, yeah. Unless you were done. No, I no, really, I, I, like, no. I am done. So you can answer. Yeah, yeah. I could say. I'll say he or she and not even worry about it because she, he or she is incredibly awesome person. And that's Oh, for sure. For sure. No, it, it had yeah. nothing to do with it, but I saw like a bunch of homers cause people were like she, and then people were like, yeah, it's she blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, as long as I've known Sonny kisses, he's always been he to me. And on top of right. that, like even like, even when I did commentary for tier one wrestling, like I always made sure like, Sonny's a dude. I don't want to call she. I don't want to call him she, even though he is very feminine. So, like, I always made it a thing, yeah. like, so I wouldn't, like... And it was just for him. It was... I could give a fuck what less what people think if I call whoever, whatever. It was just more of a respect thing for him. So, like, I didn't want to keep saying... Like, I didn't want to just... Because he's so feminine, I kept wanting to say her or she. It's tough, man. And I'm like... I didn't want to do that. So, every every possibility, it was like, Sonny's on the comeback. Or, you know, like... Like, you know, like, Sonny's working for months. Like, always trying to refer to him first person by his name. You right. Know? And look, if he's okay with me call she, fine. It was just a bunch of homers out there going like, he's she, she, she's always been she, and blah, blah. It's like, relax, dude. It's not that big of a deal. Take it easy. I was just asking you, like, what you normally call him. Son- I, Sonny. There you go. That's huh. exactly what I was at, brother. So we're on the yeah. same page. Cool. But, like, if, like, in third person, like, if on the show... I would, I'll say he or she and not even think twice about either one. So fair enough. I'm okay with it because I know how, because I know we're friends and I know that the relationship that we have. So we're aces. So I'll call gotcha. her he or she or him, he or she, whatever. doesn't matter to me, man. And I'm, it doesn't matter to him or her. So it's all good. See you in two weeks. Sonny, can't wait to see you. Herbert's Justin Carino. 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 I'm done editing, by the way, so we're good. Oh, all right. Oh, welcome back. Hey, welcome back, Tony. <laughs> Tony, co- Tony comes back for the gender confusion part of the conversation. No, no it was just something I, like, well, no, because uh, it sucks that Sonny's not there anymore. But let's be honest, they weren't doing a lot, you know. So if they would only get rid of Nyla Rose, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Nyla Rose has just not gotten any better ever, ever. Uh, oof. I would still watch. A force, though. She could still be can, like see like seen as a force though. No. I would rather I would rather watch Nyla Rose matches uh, every single day over Jade Cargill matches every single day. Nah, because Jade Cargill's matches have entertainment value. Yeah, I agree with Tony. Nyla Rose is just slow as shit, man. Mm. I don't think it would make a difference if Nyla Rose was wrestling dudes or women. It, I don't think it matters. I think, I just they're, I think th- they're both good. But... Nyla is good. 
good enough for me to watch on TV for 12 minutes. No, fair enough. Look, if you if you like what Nyla does, you know, good yeah. on you. But I've just I've never seen the appeal. Never thought she was much, and you know, that's that. And, and she's also she's got that star quality to her that they just haven't tapped into enough yet. Who Nyla? Uh, this is a weird comparison, but I think you guys will see it. Awesome Kong type thing like from tna like not as savage but just savage enough where like she can be like she should have been and she was at one point before they flooded the roster with eight million different wrestlers um she probably would have been the mega star of the company nah nah i agree i disagree man i don't i don't think nyla's ever had it i think nyla like the four years they've had her, it's just kind of like never changed, man. It's just yeah. never changed. I've seen her get gassed in the ring. I've seen her not be okay. able to keep up. I've seen a lot of slop shop with her. And like, I don't, like, I, I wish they would bring Riho back more than I would want to see Nyla Rose. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. All right, that, yes. More Riho. Riho. <laughs> I'd watched Riho matches over either one of them. I'd rather they bring back the genie and Freddie Mercury and the fucking girl with the pulling the ropes and shit than watching Nyla anymore. Isn't the oh. genie dead? No, Yuka Sakazaki? No, she's still alive. Who's Sabu's genie? Oh, no, Melissa Coates, right? Oh, yeah, she's gone, right? Yeah, she's gone, yeah. She, yeah, she, she had some, she had some shit, man, yeah. Okay. R.I.P. Coates. It's summertime. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Coates. It's all... You're gone. <laughs> oh, God, that's fucking horrible. I didn't go all night. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, 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 boys. Little WWE payback action happened over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great show. Great show. Great show. Great show. Great. Yeah. Ooh. Probably the best show that they could have possibly put on for a lame duck show. 100%. Wow. Great show. Great show. God, I don't tell me, tell me, Ms. LA Knight wasn't great. Tell me, Becky Lynch Trish wasn't great. No, I, that was not great. Becky Lynch Trish? No. Oh, boy. Watch no. It again. Watch no. It again, I've, I've watched it twice. I, I'm not watching you, it no, again. No, first of all, you didn't. That's not true. Yeah, oh, fuck this. Did you watch a Becky, Lynch, a Becky Lynch Trish Stratus match twice? I watched the entire event twice. <laughs> all right. Yeah, man. Yeah. I guess I got to believe you. Nah, I mean, I woke up this morning. I didn't have to go to the office. Why not pop it on again? Right. See, see, see if I just you know it fell flat for me when it was live and watching it a second time. I wish I didn't watch it a second time. I mean, time. you do have a podcast to do, so that's probably smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I thought uh, Lynch and Stratus. I just i I don't need to see Trish Stratus anymore. Just period. Just period, man. Like, you don't need a little Stratus faction. I don't want Stratus faction. Man, all right. She can take her twenty-three seconds somewhere else. I'm, I'm not into it. It's not for me anymore. She's not. I, she's pain. It's painful. It's. I loved her. Right. Fuck she you, was twenty-three she, seconds. How dare she, you? She was. She was. She was great to watch. Right. Twenty years ago. Crawl around and park like a dog. And she. <laughs> She, 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 she's aggravating to watch in the ring now. She's aggravating to watch in the ring. And Becky Lynch, quite honestly, who I'm a huge fan of, 
seems to have gotten uh, taken a couple steps back herself. So no, I not not in on that match whatsoever. Yeah, why why did Becky Lynch become the man again? What was what was wrong with her like fucking big shoes and and the the weird eye makeup and the Freddie Mercury look on her end? Because like, people didn't want to boo her. Oh, David Bowie. That's sorry, not Freddie Mercury. Big time backs. People didn't want to boo her. No. Yeah, but her husband's so weird too, and they they cheer him all the time, and he's not really yeah, a face. Yeah, but he was never. Right? Well, they 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 started cheering him, and then they had no choice but to turn to face. He started that character as a bad guy. He still so, kind of is. He's still a bit of a dick. Oh, all right. Wait, wait, wait. I got to stop you. Let me ask you guys a question. Oh boy. What is the beef that Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins have? Every time I hear Cody Rhodes being interviewed, he always like mentions like he gives Seth Rollins respect and props for what he does, but. He always says, like, we don't see eye to eye. Like, is there a legit beef, or are they just playing something up that's not there? Kevin, you mind me handling this one? Yeah, go right ahead. Um, so, like, you understand that, like, Cody Rhodes' match, his first back match back in WWE was against Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. And then his, his first match feud. In, the, in the cage with the torn pack was against Seth Rollins. Yeah, but but why, like, even before that, like, they didn't like each other. Like they always, there Cody was nothing Rhodes, before WrestleMania. Yeah, but they've always made it seem like they never liked each other. Like shoot wise. Yeah. Scott George says Seth was one of Dusty's kids. What does that mean? I guess because he oh, trained. That's what you know. That's a great pull by Scott George. Yeah, yeah, that NXT, is a great pull. NXT. Uh, Dusty always called his students dusty's kids and they always referred to themselves as dusty's kids where cody rhodes always wanted to be like referred to as dusty's kid when all these other people were so that could be it but i'm telling you right now and kevin i think you'll agree that's just playing the seeds for another match someday i think so yeah i i think you're right there it doesn't seem like any any real legitimate heat between yeah. either either one of them. I, I think that it's one of those things that I think you can always kind of, if you can work it in, like slide it into an interview yep. here and there, it's always going to be in the in the back. So you can always kind of go back to that well because you can look like over the course of, the, say, he does it for the next three years, right? You can always look back to that and go, yeah, but he said that during that interview and that during that interview. and that, You know what I mean? Like it's 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 always just going to sit, sit uh, kind of on the shelf when they need it. Yeah, that's a that's a great point by you, and it's uh, it's exactly what it is, and it's always just to sow the seeds for like, because who doesn't want to see Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins like all the time, right? <laughs> like you can't not want that. Even no. though I want Cody Rhodes to beat Roman Reigns, because I'm a, there might not be a, a wrestler on this earth, other than uh, I mean I'm a big Zack Ryder guy, big Miz guy, and Hawkins guy. There might not be a. A more rest, a wrestler more than I love more than uh, Cody Rhodes right now. Love. I I read something the other, I think it was yesterday that I wanted to ask ask you guys about. Uh, so I believe it might have been on it might have been on Twitter. It might have been an article. I don't I don't remember. I read a shitload, uh, and it said, "How long will it take WWE to restore prestige?" To the WWE title after Roman Reigns drops it, is it, could could that be any further from the the case? Right? Isn't this long run kind of adding a little bit of uh, oomph to the title? 
Are you asking if he loses it, or are you asking if he just holds on to it and it just loses steam while the, he has it? The way that it was, the way that it was worded, or at least the way that I read it, was that having the title on him this long has taken away prestige from the title. I think the exact opposite. I agree. Yeah. yeah. That's and, such a weird thing. Like, why would you think like it takes away? Right. Because yeah, I, I read it. And I went, I got, it? I, yeah. That, that, like, I mean, very true. I mean, Tony, I mean, like, I mean, we're old, we're getting older. We're in our forties. So like, we understand the significance of Bob Backlund and Bruno San Martino. We, we get that, but this day's generation might not understand a lengthy title reign. Like they might not understand hockey talk man's reign. They might not understand, you know, all these other reigns that have went on just for years and years. But this to me is different because we're seeing them every week. Right. Like literally every week we're seeing them. So like them to me, it doesn't seem like it's been three years. That yeah, sense. it really doesn't. Yeah, it really doesn't. It yeah. really does. Cause it's been enjoyable. It's been enjoyable, and it's been every week, and it's a television show. So, mm -hmm. like, it's just cool to see, like, an entertaining character. Oh, wait, he has two belts. He has, two, he has, he has the world championship. It, I, yeah. That's cool. That's fine with me. Yeah, And then me too. the stories have been so good, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, it was just such a weird thing. I, I It was, to me, it was such an outrageous take that I was like, boy, I wonder if that's, are there other people out there that actually think that him having this long title reign is taking away prestige from the belt? It just it, it kind of it, it hit me different. So I was like, man, I gotta I gotta see what uh, what you guys think. Tony, what do you think? I don't I don't I really didn't see what the problem was. I mean, I think I think ultimately it goes to who beats him and what they do with that person that does beat right. him. Right. You know. So if I anything, mean, it makes the championship, Tony, if anything, it makes the championship more important. So because whoever beats him is going to be the monster star, like it's going to be the new, new guy. Right, Tony? Well, I mean, I'm still hopeful that they do the uh, what they what they were planning on doing. And, and Cody Rhodes becomes that guy because yeah. I could see a nice run with Cody being at the top. Um, do I see LA Knight winning those that championship? I think they might do a little more LA Knight with the uh, world championship. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't want it to be a situation where you kind of have nothing for him to do once he wins it. Like, they did what happened with Zayn and Owens, you know? Wow. They really didn't have anything for those guys to do after this. Right. You know? Oh, that's a good Maybe, point. I mean, you got to think Volter's in the picture. At some point, you know, I hope so, man. He's a, he's a tough son of a bitch and his nickname is the ring general, but God damn it. He fucking knows his way around the ring. He looks, he makes everybody look golden. Yeah. Do you want, do you want Walter Roman or do you want the belt to be off Roman before Walter gets it? I think Walter Rhodes might be the fucking way to go. Yeah. Especially so in the seeds at last year at this past rumble, yes. you know, that was some interesting shit. That was really interesting shit. Now, I get it. Cody comes in at 30. Volter ran the table. You know, maybe maybe Volter's got the next thing like 
you know, in his pocket. Maybe he gets the advantage somehow rather than being the guy fighting through 29, 28 guys before it comes down to him and Rhodes. You know what I mean? 100%. Do you I, think they would, they would use L.A. Knight in a chic type of transitional situation because I he is as not. hot. You know what I mean? He is as hot as it gets right now. I yeah. hope not because that was, that was the plan years ago that they were going to do with Austin when, uh, you know, when Austin was going to win the final four, but then lose it to Sid just as like a hot shot. Mm-hmm. And I think it might've ruined it. Might, maybe not ruined Austin, but it might've kind of set him back at that point where his match with Sean wouldn't have meant as much. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the way they've been booking the world championships, the, like the major titles, I think that would kind of go contra to what they've done. So I kind of would hope that they wouldn't do that with him. Right. You know? And what's so great about what we've been calling him Gunther. We've been calling him Walter. Yeah, whatever. Time. Walter Gunther. It's all right. Gunther. Um, the great thing about him is that he like, just like every great, like bad guy, he has the potential to be like the most over baby face over like good guy in the company at some point. Like Gunther does. Like it's just like you could figure out you could dice it, you could script it any way you want. I'm telling you now, I want him to have the, the belt as a bad guy, obviously. But at some point he's gonna be the most over good guy that WWE has had in a while. Probably since probably since Cody, because Cody is just insane right now. Yeah. I really I don't I don't see Gunther as a as a face at oh. all. Dude, At it's going to happen. I guarantee it. I think he gets over with the crowd more and more where they might feel the urge to make him a face. Or they could just let him ride out being a heel as a cheered heel. And then eventually when they've had enough of that, he does something really fucking dirty dickhead to uh, kind of solidify too. him back as a heel that needs to be hated again. So I'm you're like- talking about a more natural, natural face turn as opposed to an outright face turn for Gunther. Yeah, so like let yeah. the people cheer him but let him still be the asshole that he is, but then when you're ready to make him all out heel again, he does some really dickhead thing. And right. that and like that, makes people want to boo him. And that's what I love about LA Knight cuz LA Knight's now like a full-fledged babyface even though oh, yeah. he still acts like a heel, but anytime he wants to turn back to a bad guy, he can and no one will even bat an eye. Like oh. That's how like much of a dick he is, but people. So that's the thing. It's kind of like what's old is new again. Yeah, people loved yep. people that are, are are assholes, and Ellen Knight's an asshole, cocky, arrogant, and people love it. He's got a great finish too. I love his finish. Oh, the bound the not the bound for glory. What is it? The blow by death. What's it called? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's no. It's like BT. It's BT something. It's, 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 I believe it's blunt force blow, trauma. Blow the death blow, like death by no death blunt by force glory. trauma is your NWA tag champs, bro. Blunt force trauma. No, that's what it is. It's blunt yeah. force trauma. It's blunt force trauma. Is it yeah. really? Yeah. That's the name of the move. Blunt force it's, trauma. It's and the it's, BFT. Yeah. It's really not that great of a move. I'm not going to lie to you. I love it. Score finale is better. See, and I, I like I like the BFT because it's one of those movies you can put on absolutely anybody with ease, with ease. Uh, yeah, know, that's, that's fair. Blunt force, but that's but that's fucking. That's <laughs> that's Sandow's fucking tag team, man. That's probably where he got it from. 
because they were tag team partners too a while ago. I think in in OVW or something in developmental. Aaron Stevens <clears throat> and LA Knight were were boys. So that's probably an homage. Oh, an homage. That's right. That's right. Blunt Look at my vernacular. Trauma. Damage and carnage. God bless those boys. Is that God who bless it was? Rodney yeah. Mack for 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 doing this with Marche, man. They 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 they've got a good thing going. So talk about NWA. No, I'm just. <laughs> well, you brought up blunt force trauma, dude. Or fucking, you know, we got to slide it in there. Oh yeah. Fuck That's yeah. Right. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? You think Jungle Jack's done? <laughs> Indefinitely but, 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 suspended. Would anybody care if he is? I wish they would have fired him too, to be honest with you. Yep. Listen, young boy Jack was fun, but don't I said it a million times on the show. Once they turned him heel, like bland city boulevard, like whatever. No, they got to give him a chance. They got to give him a chance to be a heel. I think it was. I think it was starting to work. I don't understand the reason of like having him beat Hook and then lose lose it right back to Hook anyway. I don't think it did him any favors. Because Hook rules. Let him fucking like if they would have cut the leash off of him, huh? And fucking just let him run. Maybe he could have built up as a heel. I think he was kind of boring as part of Jurassic Express, to be honest with you. Well, it was everyone else in that group that made him better to me. Yeah. Fucking Marco. Let's be honest. Marco Stone was the only one in that group that really had any kind of fucking energy or personality. Oh, jeez. You hear that, Matt? Listen. Listen. Sometimes you got to call it the way you see it, right, bro? (laughs) Yeah. I'm kind of with you, man. Like, I don't know why he was there, but once he was there, like, he fit. Yeah, but he was he was good. He was good for about five weeks, and I had enough of him. He was like that little dinosaur from Land of the Lost. There was like a big dinosaur. <laughs> like, like he was just a little, a little thing that just ran around all the time. Stink, I think his name was. So I don't, I don't think that it is like them dismissing CM Punk, firing CM Punk, and then just suspending Jack Perry. I mean, it's. I think that's kind of got to go equal across the board, depending on depending on what uh, transpired on the like in the footage. Yeah, the the only there's two things that go against him. One, CM Punk's got a track record, and two, he may not have been physically aggressive. Did he do a very dickish thing? Yes, he did. Was he physically aggressive backstage with Punk, or was this all Punk's doing? We don't know. I would guess that he wouldn't have the balls to step up to Punk, but I wasn't there. If he did, and he started throwing fists before Punk did, yeah, probably he should have been fired. But if he didn't. They're probably just gonna give him a little cooling off period and let him be on his way and come back and you know do all do all this shit again. And everything that I've read about his his uh, his character is he's a jackass. Like I have never once read anything that would lead me to believe that he's a guy that you want to just hang out with, right? Yeah, you don't want to have be, a beer, be chill. Right. Yeah. Everything know? I've ever read about him is that he's an absolute prick. So he can go Clark away. Or Jack. Jack. And, oh, and, and fucking Anna's got resting bitch face too, so she's probably not a fucking ball of fun either. And the other thing is too, like with the with with the whole incident and CM Punk getting fired and Jack just being suspended. Like, if Jack doesn't start anything, yep, right. Like Will Smith said in Independence Day, don't start nothing, won't be nothing. If Jack Perry doesn't do a fucking thing, this never happens. So he shoulders some of that blame. And I do wonder. I do wonder. If not Jack Perry, 
would there have been something else that came along eventually? Probably. Maybe. And I think and I think also Punk was probably all fired up with the whole Atlanta thing beforehand. So he was probably not in the best of moods. And then he hears this cocksucker yelling, cry me a river. He's like, oh, are you fucking joking but me? I also heard, Tony, that I also heard that Punk was asked to intervene and asked to talk Yes, to no, he Perry. was, 100%. He absolutely was. And so as a younger guy in the business, despite what you feel about him personally, if if, if a CM Punk or an Undertaker or a John Cena or a Triple H or, you know, even like a Miz or Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens comes up to you and they tell you, they give you advice and then you don't take their advice. And then not only do you not take their advice, you spit it right back in their face. Right. Fuck you. Yep. yep. Fuck you. Because that's not, you might think that it's best for your spot. And that in most cases, that could be okay. But when someone of that stature comes to you and advises you not to do something and you don't do it, A, you won't be working there anymore. If it's an indie, Kev, right? Like if it's an indie, you will be gone. Yep. Or if it's, or if it's like a, it could be, yeah, it could, it could very well be AEW. Like you'll be gone. And I know I, so this is why I more, I more feel like punk and AEW's uh, relationship agreement is more mutual than it, seems on the surface like i really think that they were just like both like fuck it we'll both be done like and we'll get out that's what it feels like to me did you uh did you hear mark henry's comments on the the whole situation oh it was he was on fire it was very it was very good uh i i brought him up here it says uh mark henry says now you can go freely uh now you can freely go and there will be no more complaining there should be no more complaining. The problem is gone. The so-called problem is everything should be shits and giggles and unicorn pee and rainbow blankets. That's what it should be now. I'm curious to see how it's going to be. The problem is solved. Ooh. Unicorn pee, guys. What do you think? I think I think Mark Henry quietly said this was a mistake. That's the way I read it. That's the way I <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Wait, go on. Elaborate, because I don't get that. He he pretty much said the problem should be gone, and everything should be fucking sunshine, lollipops, rainbows, and and unicorn pee. Now that Punk is gone, but he clearly did not mean that. Right. So he didn't mean that. It was, he he didn't. He wasn't taking a shot at Punk. No, no. This was hundred percent the opposite. They'll just find What's... somebody else to bitch about now. Yep. Oh, because it's Tony. It's. Tony Khan, that's the issue. And the whole, the, or the fun, the functioning of the company is the problem, is what he, you think he was saying. Um, I don't know if he went that far. I think he was just saying that Punk wasn't the problem. Okay. He didn't come out and say who else, but yeah, you could read into it. You could say that maybe he means Tony Khan's a problem, maybe he means the Bucks are a problem, maybe he means Omega's a problem, maybe he oh, means the other people backstage that. are the problem. Yeah. Totally read into that. Yeah. But... Listen, I mean, look, Mark Henry's also there. He's happy to get a paycheck. Christian's there. He's happy to get a paycheck. Fucking Tony Schiavone's the fucking happiest one to get a paycheck because that motherfucker doesn't chime in with shit. He's got the easiest job in the world. Hey, come on in. Hey, hey what do you think? And then dun, 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 dun. It's like, Tony, get out of here. Okay. And then he fucking just hands <laughs> the microphone off and that's it. Easiest fucking job in wrestling, that guy. 
God bless him. I don't know what wrestling gods he prayed to, but they fucking answered his prayers tenfold. God bless Tony Schiavone. Even JR don't give a fuck anymore. Didn't JR say during the fucking Wembley show how many people, what the fuck is with all the gold? Yeah. Why is everything golden? Why is everything golden? (laughs) My God, why is that? Remind, it reminds me of what was it? It was a Zabisco quote, wasn't it? About WCW, like keep your head low, you'll have a job for life. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. Well, Jr.'s contract is coming up soon, so he might not even be there anymore. Nah, they'll renew him. They'll renew him. Hey, I thought I read something going around. I didn't read the notes. Sorry, Brendan. Uh, I thought I read something going around that Kevin Kelly might have heat with. Ian Riccoboni over something? No yeah. way. They love yep. each other. As far as I know. I understand, but I thought I had read something somewhere. Maybe somebody posted it in the Discord, actually. I uh, I threw it at you guys in uh, in the text. That's oh, it. Oh, that's so... right. You did. You 100% yep. did. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And I, mean, I, I don't know anything more about it than what, uh, what, I, what I sent to you guys. Oh, was that so... not supposed to be talked about? No, I just don't know anything more I mean, about he, it. He, he, Kevin... Kevin probably found it somewhere else, so it's probably already out there. Yeah. Gotcha. I, so I love those two guys so much. like that. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, Kevin Kelly's one of the fucking nicest dudes. He's always looking out for everybody. I can't see why that he would have an issue with Ian Riccoboni, of all people. Well, because it's got to have something to do with it. And I didn't read. I don't remember exactly what you said. But the fact that Ian took over for uh, Collision over Kevin Kelly while Kevin Kelly was doing New Japan, maybe AEW thought that we'll stick with Ian Riccoboni and not Kevin Kelly. Maybe it was some, maybe something like that. Because like, Ian Riccoboni, they're both really good. They're both really, really good. So, yeah. No, no arguments both, here. They're good close personal friends of the podcast, by the way. So we have Ian Riccoboni. We have Jim Ross, who many people argue is probably the greatest of all time. We've got Kevin Kelly. And Sockface is your fucking lead commentator. Not on Collision. No, but on your your fucking main show. Actually, no, he's not. On Dynamite. On Dynamite, yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of commentators. Well, yeah, they do. So the uh, I found what I sent just because uh, it sounded like Kevin Kelly was done with New Japan, and what came up was uh, posted says Kevin Kelly gone from New Japan for things like promoting the QAnon movie on the air. Ian Riccoboni is tearing him up in a VOW Discord. Uh, yeah, a lot of things going going bad, and then somebody else chimed in and says vaguely aware they leaned that way politically, but never noticed it on air. I've uh, been very open about different things. Uh, apparently, backstage he has evidence about Pizzagate is real. I don't. I don't even know what Pizzagate is. And he's been publicly being a dick to Ian, and that's that's all I got. That's all I know about it. Hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah. Until I read about it, I can't really comment, right? Besides, if he ain't fucking bothering anybody, let him fucking believe what he wants to believe. Remember, remember yeah. when people used to believe in conspiracy theories and nobody gave a shit? They just think that they were a little daffy and everybody went on with their lives? Mm-hmm. Fucking, he's doing good work. Leave him the fuck alone. Like, just fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a shit if Kevin Kelly thinks the fucking president's a lizard person. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Gives a shit enough, people. There's yeah. plenty of other shit to argue about than fucking politics. Just fucking move on. Yes. Haven't we had enough? 
Fucking, you know what Pizzagate should be? I call Domino's and Pizza Hut shows up. That should be fucking Pizzagate. How the fuck did that happen? Now my fucking mind would be blown. Who cares? I mean, if that's the hill you want to die on, I guess. Exactly. Like... You call Domino's and Pizza Hut shows up and the delivery guy's wearing a Little Caesars shirt. Oh, now you fucked me up for the rest of the night, dude. Thanks. (laughs) Then you go shoot up a bank or something. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, come on now, dude. Let's let's not negage the fucking thing. Jesus. (laughs) Sorry about that. Negage, should be working at Little Caesars. You know what? I showed and I showed handsome Kevin the cluck you that uh, Nick Gage did the commercial for. I don't know if I mentioned that last week. Remember, I was like, "Oh, you see that cluck you? Yeah, that's the one Nick Gage did the commercial." <laughs> it's not a good commercial either, but you can find it. It's on YouTube. No. What? what? A commercial with Nick Gage isn't good. Shocker. It's. I think. I think. What the fuck is the music in the background? It's a Metallica song. Is it for whom the bell tolls? It might be. And he's just like, I want some fucking chicken. And he's hitting people over the head with fucking uh, light tubes and shit. It's fucking awful. I, I kind of have to see this. No, of course you do. It's fucking, yeah. it's, it's it's awfully amazing. Let's put it that way. Brutalist Bastards. Hey, Al Day chiming in. What's up, buddy? Fucking lover boy. Nick Love Gage and Little Caesars, a money printing machine, especially with the box cutter, <laughs> if the pizza fucking cutters. Ah, that's a good call. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, it was. Yeah, it. It. it you're right. You're right. Might Spock. Might Spock. Jesus. Mott Spock. Uh, whom the bell tolls is Nick Gage's entry. Yeah, MDK all day, every day. Yeah, all that shit. Oh. <laughs> sorry, we don't know. Nick Gage is into music. Mott Spock. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Go back and watch some GCW, would you? Yeah. Some hardcore no. bullshit. Fucking Mod Spock. He's one of these guys. I bet you his three favorite promotions are GCW, Ring of Honor, and like fucking I don't know Shimmer. Was it? I was it. IAW. I, was it sorry, Amazon? sorry, sorry, Tom. Love you, buddy. <laughs> I mean, he's he's been a guest in my home, Tony. You can't you can't tear him up like that. Nah, it's it's cool. He he knows he knows I'm just funning with him. Yeah, we are totally just joking. I don't even hit Nick Gage. Yeah, and I'm afraid really? I'm afraid Milwaukee Tom will show up in my house with a fucking shotgun going, Oh, you're making fun of me, eh? <laughs> What's that a boat? He's Canadian all of a sudden? <laughs> he always types a boat and he types like ja ja ja, which is like the Spanish <laughs> version of laughing. Yeah, is that more than Spanish, by the way? Like, yeah, well when 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 Spaniards and Hispanic people write ha ha ha, they use the J, so it's like ha. Right, ha, but you just ha, said was... Milwaukee Tom uses it. So is it Yeah, he does. Of course yeah, does he does. It extend more than that oh. region? No, it doesn't. No, nah, he's he's a fucking weirdo. Oh, okay. That's what he does. <laughs> now, again, Mott Spock, always going to be a guest of my house. He's is actually AWF in New Japan. So well, there you go. There you Wait, go. AWF like Tito Santana and fucking Cowboy Bob Orton, AWF? <laughs> Hercules and Jeff Gaylord? With the convict? Yeah. <laughs> I love AWF! <laughs> Tony, what would you rather watch, AWF or GWF? Oh, God, AWF for 100%. Over Global? Yeah. Oh, wait, that Global? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant GCW. I don't... Wow. Um. Probably Global, honestly. Global is huge, baby. You know why? Because Global had a lot of folks that I was unfamiliar with. Like, like honestly, like... 
You could pick any fucking, like, even IWCCW or old ECW, like, to see fucking Tito Santana, Don Morocco, Cowboy Bob Orton. Like, you could see those guys anytime. Right. Global? Global was up and coming, folks. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Global was fucking, uh, was Harlem Heat before they were Harlem Heat. Global was the fucking winner, Barry Horowitz. Global was fucking uh, one, two, three kid and Jerry Lynn. Like, that, that, that was good, unknown shit at the time. So, Kevin, Global, I mean, you, you might know about this, but like, Global could have, Global was way ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time. And if it was around like today, Global would probably be on the same level as, dare I say, be careful. Impact, probably Impact, right? Pro- okay, you know what? That That's fair. That's very fair. No, nah, it wouldn't be AW. It oh, I was be... I was fingers crossed. I'm like, please don't do that no, shit. No, it would probably be impact level. Global was so global was so fun, and you know why? Because when you get home from school, you turn on ESPN, wrestling is on. And that's what was so dope about Global. It was just and you had Chaz and you had a, a bungee cord match and you had Tugboat Taylor and you had you know, Big Bully Busick and Bad News Brown in a tag team. You had, uh, yeah, Bruce Bridger. Bruce Bridger was there. Yes, he was. Global was so good. Jerry Lynn versus the Lightning Kid when he was wearing red and yellow, not blue and yellow. Oh, Mama Sita. <laughs> Mama Sita. That's right. I- I'd like to so- think that, uh, that, Old Mick Walkie Tom was talking about the AWF here in Minnesota. That's I'm just gonna throw that out there. Oh no, that that's what he meant. That's what did he what say? He meant. <laughs> no, when he said AWF he watches was AWF. Also fun. AWF was also fun because it was all the guys that you literally just saw on WWF. Now on this new company that was on, like you had it on your TV. Like, I, how did they, how did this company get? A TV show in New York. Like, how did that they happen? Didn't, wasn't the story with the AWF that they had some sort of Nigerian backer who had all this money and then hell's bells, it fell through, and then that's why the fucking thing folded after, like, nine months? No idea. But I'll take your word for it. It was but something like that. It. No, it was yeah, fun. I, I think the round system wore out its welcome, though. I fucking hate the round system. Because oh, it, yeah, it's I stupid. Like, how can, it. how can you really tell a story in three minutes? You can't. That's why I can't stand that Heritage Cup bullshit. <laughs> Fuck that, man. I hate that shit. Give me a wrestling match. Three minutes. Yeah. Everybody, all right, everybody separate. We're going to start this again. No, fucking work, right? Work. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. Hate that shit. Yeah, fucking work. Yeah. Fuckers. Fuckers. Fuckheads. Work, 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 work. work. Fucking hate them. Do we do we want to do we want to do a little uh I don't know, maybe a little plug ski, a little uh patreon ski and then we could like come back and do a little more and yeah yeah can you um can you you can do that right because i have to we, i think i'm sure we all have to take a urination break yeah so no so what uh, should i run the commercials i got a four minute commercial block what do you think oh, Tony, see what happens Tony. Baby. you you, yeah, you put it. it together yeah, yeah let's fuck it let's run the commercials we'll be back after this oh wait oh, you know what? we haven't done this in a while uh kjg what do we always say about this time Back after this. Each and every one of you for tuning in every Monday night to listen to The Shining Wizards. 
If you'd like to continue to support us outside of listening, we've got a few ways for you to do that. If you shop at Amazon, go over to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com, do your shopping as usual, and when you make your purchase, a little bit of that purchase price will go back to support the show. If you like to wear t-shirts, Merch.ShiningWizards.com will take you to our Pro Wrestling Tees store, where we've got over a dozen great designs from over 11 years of professional wrestling podcasting. You can become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And the more you support us, the more things that you're entitled to receive. And believe me, they are fantastic. Continue to listen to us wherever you listen to us on the World Wide Web. And make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. Helps us out. And we can continue to bring you the love fest that is The Shining Wizards. Are you tired of being lied to every day by the mainstream media? Do you want to know what's really going on in the world? Do you want to make up your own mind about things and not be told what to think or say? Then listen to Inconclusive Breakdown, a weekly anti-PC look at the world of entertainment and current events brought to you without censorship or filters. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, BitChute, and on ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. And also, we're a proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. G'day guys, my name is Thomas, one half of the Broadcast Podcast. With our podcast, we go back and watch wrestling events from WWE, WWF, WCW, ECW, AEW, and many other wrestling promotions. You can check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast, that's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T, and you can also download all episodes on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Castro, and many other podcast apps. Got 30 minutes to kill? Come check out 30 Screams or Less, where we review a horror movie in 30 minutes or less. We cover new movies and old ones too. We'll give our honest thoughts on the movie, good or shit, as well as a rating of each one that we watch. New episodes weekly, available on the Shining Wizards Network and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. Come check us out at 30 Screams or Less. The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. If you like your music heavy, then check out Radioactive Metal on the Shining Wizards Network. For over 16 years now, Radioactive Metal has been one of the longest-running podcasts. Over the years, we've interviewed some legendary metal acts, had some awesome discussions, and cranked a hell of a lot of tunes. So join your cool Uncle Snowy and his co-host Aaron... For the audio mosh pit that is radioactive metal here on the Shining Wizards Network. What's up, folks? It's your boy, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Ray, inviting all of you to check out the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Join us as we cover all things current in the world of pro wrestling, as well as paying homage to the old school, the squared circle. So listen in and find out why we are the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. Find us on all social media platforms and anywhere you get your podcast from. And as always, we are the proudest members of the Shining Wizards Network and Rant Entertainment Media.
What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure to check out Wrestling Night in Canada. If we're not recording another kick-ass podcast, then we're sitting back, we're grabbing a couple brews, and going over everything to do in the world of pro wrestling. Because we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. Don't forget to check out other shows on the Shining Wizards Network, including Too Old for This Shit, the ROH Revelry, Bread Club, and the Year of Duke and Rose. What'd you think? I liked it, Tony. I liked it. Yeah, I gotta. I think I gotta add a little bit more. Uh, a little bit more time to the beginning, so this way <clears throat> I'm not cutting anything off, but. I think that worked well. I'm just waiting oh. for the Patreon list to pop up. For some reason, my Microsoft Word is not liking me today, and I don't know why, but I will get it eventually. It's bouncing, 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 bouncing. Technical difficulty, homies. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous, dude. Like, it's verifying my... Why does it need to verify this? Oh. I'm a proud purchaser and subscriber to the Microsoft products. Good for you. For some yeah. reason, it doesn't like me today. Stop it. Yo, the blue line is supposed to keep moving that way, not this way. All right, it stopped. It's still... No, it's still fucking bouncing. That's a shame. Well, we do have a lot of Patreon supporters. <laughs> yeah, let's do this, Tony. Oh, oh you know what? Help. There we go. And we got a little scrolly thing on the bottom, yep, too. Yep, don't yep. We? I got you. Got oh, you're the best, bro. You are the fucking best. Thank you to everybody who continues to support us. You can support us for as little as $1. You could become a uh, curtain jerker. You can become a jobber. It's all down below. Those are the ones that continue to support us at the $1 and $3 levels. Don't forget, $1, we're so happy to have you along. But if you want to go for $3, that's where you get our entire archive of bonus episodes. We got some more gimmicks at the $5 level. We'll plug your stuff at the $10 level. We'll get you into, like, entry to, like, do some extra shit. I don't know. We got to get back on that. I don't know what we're doing with that yet. We're still making changes. We're still trying to figure shit out, but that's okay. So we want to send special thanks out to our mid-carders and our legends. We're going to start with Kathy Hummer. She's the queen of the Shining Wizards. Manny Crozzo, he is our king. Danny Russinello at Not Danny Russ. Don't forget, uh, Danny's a good dude, so check him out. Kate the Great Hensler, she's all over the fucking place. At Miss Kate Fave, Sour Graps, Fightful, Friday Night Smackdown, Rampage Full. She's got all the kinds of shit. There you go. Matt Garifo at WhoDatMatt81. Thomas Cops to Mott Spock. He's your host of the RH Reverie. Brundon Haney, the dude that fucking slips us the Iggies and lets us know what's going on in wrestling. Plus writing some fucking killer over the tops, by the way. Mr. Ryan Schlong. <clears throat> let me see what's he got. At Mark Order Pod. He's the guy behind the social media, behind the Mark Order Podcast. Mike Peterson at LOL Mike Peterson. Fucking handsome Kevin. Jesus Christ, he's got 4,000 shows on the Shining Wizards Network. What else is there to say? We just heard some plugs about 30 seconds ago. Michael Hamron, uh, David Henry Bauer III at Bauerhausen TX on the socials. He's the guy that gets us all those video clips that we put up every week of the show. William Mercier Jr. at W Mercier Jr. He's helping fucking Milwaukee Tom out because Milwaukee Tom could use all the help that he needs and gets and wants and all that other happy horse shit. Don't forget, folks. Patreon.com slash Podcast, uh, ShiningWizards.com slash Patreon. We'll get you over to our Patreon page. You could support us if you want, but we're happy for you guys to just like, rate, review, subscribe, listen to us each and every week. Join us here for this continuing party. And that's all I got, dude. I don't know. Well done, Tony. Well done. I try, man. I try. 
I mean, so, I'm trying to bring some some fucking more, you know, wizardry shit to the show. A little wizardry. more editing, a little more pizzazz. I like it. You I know, like a little it. make us a little more medium brow. I don't want to say pizzazz. Yeah, yeah, pizzazz. Huh? Pizzazz. It's like I carried away. Uh, I had an interesting uh, happening over the weekend here, or the, oh. the the company that I work with, at least, uh, still wrestling, but the uh, our TV champion had his car stolen. And they took the belt. Ooh. They posted the belt on Facebook Marketplace. They won $1,000 for it. So what fine officers from the greater fucking um, area that you live in showed up at this douche nozzle's house to go get the fucking belt. So I'm still waiting on the, uh, I'm still waiting on the, the, the next step. What happened next uh, but I was uh, I was rather entertained that somebody s- well, entertained might not be the right way to put that. I found it very interesting that the guy stole the car, and then I mean, seemingly within hours of stealing the car, he posted the our TV championship belt on Facebook Marketplace for a thousand dollars. Scott George chime in and wants to know how much you got for the belt. <laughs> I got my own belt. I got my own belt. Uh, yeah, fucking idiots, man. They're all over the country. Yeah. They're all over the world. I just, Facebook Marketplace? Like, you have to know, right? You have to know. Well, so if you just stole the belt, maybe you could get away with it. But if you stole a car and stole a belt when it's listed as property in said car, a little bit tougher to get away with. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It it threw me off, man. I again, I I got my own belt. I don't need that belt. But what I'm saying is, it just you guys run into this shit. Like it happens like this, and it's on Facebook Marketplace. After I've never had like a car stolen or anything like that. Uh, but that shit happens like like that. Like that, oh, it, it, that shocked me. It's an oh, idiot. It's an idiot. He probably didn't think that it was anything but a but a, a fucking replica or some shit like that. Probably thought a thousand what? people had them. And well, no. Um, if he if he thought that he wouldn't have posted it for a thousand dollars. Yeah, good point. So he no, took it because he thought it was something of value. Yeah, but but I would think that even if it was just some dummy who like if it was a fucking WWE replica, they probably would have thought it was worth something more and would have probably. First of all, this something. is probably not a wrestling fan. This oh, is probably no. just a guy who got the car and saw the belt. And right. That's it. Where was the car stolen from? Uh, closer to the Twin Cities. Oh, but like it was like his house. It was somewhere right. else. It wasn't like at the uh, AWF arena. Yeah, explain no. that to me like I'm five. No, it wasn't at the the AWF arena. I believe it was at the gym. Yeah, I believe it was at the gym. Probably in oh. the locker. And that was the other thing. I I saw that, and then it was uh, oh, I was I was I was informed of that, and then later in the night I flipped on live PD. Tony, you know that they filmed that shit like. Minutes away from your home? Oh yeah, you live in that bad of a neighborhood, man. You gotta, you gotta get, you gotta, you gotta start moving. Wait, you understand what North Jersey is? Was it P Town? Patterson. Patterson's yeah. on on patrol live all the time. Oh, I watch it. Yeah, dude. Way. Yeah, dude. You listen. You don't understand. Like, like when you saw like all the industrials, I told you like this area of New Jersey is just like New York City light. It's like everything from New York City you know, like moves, finds its way over the river. So Jersey city, uh, Patterson, Newark, 
Um, pretty much anything up and down the coast there, like Union yeah. City, West New York, like Bayonne, like that's it's all like rough shit in that area, man. Yeah, happens everywhere. Like where I'm from, East Orange, Orange. Yeah. Like it's uh, you live in, like fucking Irvington, like oh, that yeah, whole Irvington, area, dude. And and but it, happen- you- but it literally happens everywhere. But sadly, you can tell where the like the the people that are doing it are. I mean, I mean you can't really. That's not that's not really fair either. They they're everywhere. Like the criminals are everywhere and they go everywhere. Yeah, because like my neighborhood it's the the big thing is they'll they'll go around just checking car doors at night. And if your car door's oh, open, they'll just they fucking do. go through everything. Like that's that's what they do. They come from they come from Newark, they come from Patterson, they come from all the other areas. Dude, they, they come just... from New York, bro. They yeah. come from like Long Island down here to, oh, to yeah. Newark to the to the ports. We we had we had guys get busted at a stop and shop not long ago, fucking using yeah. stolen credit cards and fraudulent credit cards at the ATM yeah. machines there, just getting busted for shit. Every day. And Every day, down yeah. in Philly, like a lot of the area down there, like Vineland, a lot of Cumberland County, um, yep. especially Camden, bro. Camden's like fucking yeah. always. If it's not Detroit or Chicago these days, Camden's typically up at the top of the murder lists in the country. Yep. And the sad thing is, it's like kid, it's kids that are doing it. Like that's yeah. like, it's like fifteen or sixteen year olds like taking cars and taking them on joy rides to commit other crimes. So yep. they leave that car there, take another car, go somewhere else, do something else. I mean, they're not. They're they're hardly. Oh, I can't say hardly, but they're very rarely violent. It's just like annoying like car thefts so it's just like yeah it's it's, it's yeah. teenage stupidity gone berserk yeah blew me away to see that blew me away because you, you know, know teenage I, teenage stupidity used to be you go in a county park at night with fucking beers and cigarettes until the cops fucking rousted you out and then everybody either ran up and down the river or yeah. jumped in their cars and took off nowadays it's fucking stealing cards for joy rides and fucking looting people's cars when they fucking leave them unlocked 100 percent what it is I see it every day, every single day. I see it. Yeah, horrible, horrible. I just, I was, I was, I was shocked at the proximity from where they film to where you live. I was like, man, I almost wanted to give you a call and be like, Tony, Dude, Tony, was, go get, go, 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 put your wizard shirt on, go commit some crime. I was, I, <laughs> Tony, I was born was like, in Patterson, like, dude. Like, like, Tony, take me over the top. Like, <laughs> I was born in Patterson. My grandparents, my mother, fucking like her childhood was in Patterson. Yeah, like, my grandparents lived there for like fifty that you years. Had on your, uh, on yeah, show. where you were Shot. born. Yeah. Okay. I thought that would have got a better laugh. All right, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's not so much that it didn't deserve a laugh. It's just like if you think about it for more than five seconds, it's kind of like sad. What that you were born in Patterson? I mean, I wear like a badge of honor, like you know. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with Patterson. Other than uh, well, there's a lot sorry. wrong with Patterson, but yeah. no wait, you you were born there, but did you grow up there, Tony? I spent a lot of time with my grandmother's, and okay. she lived in Patterson. You know. Gotcha, gotcha. They, uh, my grandfather had a beautiful brown Pontiac. Ooh, why is my volume going up? Oh, because I was stepping Pontiac. on my thing. That's why. He had a pot- Pontiac Catalina. It was brown. With white, like white pleather interior, he loved this car. This car had fucking almost three hundred thousand miles on it. He drove it everywhere. Some guys like, oh yeah, you know, like we'll, we'll we'll get it cleaned up for you. We'll get we'll get it painted, this and that. So my grandfather goes, okay, here you go. Here's the keys. They fucking took the car, and never came back. Oh. P town, baby. That's what's up. Unacceptable. Yeah. Unacceptable. 
They had they had the fucking driveway with all the fucking uh, with all the uh, grapevines over the top. They fucking would they would grow the grapes like the old country, you know. Oh, that yeah, the old country. Yeah, that's right. It's huge. Kevin, you know about the old country? I don't know about the old country. That's not really that old anymore. I don't know. They had grapes over their driveway. That's right. It's an interesting way to to know. All right. A lot, of, a lot of Italian families still do that. They'll have like they'll grow grapes in the yard. The fig trees are big, especially in this area now. People love growing fig trees. Bro, so like back when we, I was a kid in the same house that I'm sitting in right now, we had this like 95 year old Italian woman across the street who had a fig tree. Yep. And it was like that's where like my family's Italian, right? So I get that, but like, that was like being Italy without even being in Italy. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta wrap it up over the winter too, or else it fucking yep. di- it gets yep. frost and it dies. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, seriously, the, dude, no, they'll go out true. there and they'll fucking wrap the trees up like no joke. They will like with like the Christmas tree tarps. Yeah, they put them up like everywhere. Yeah, it was great. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be great. What are you? It'll be great. I'm freaking great. <laughs> It'll be freaking great. So, Tony, I got here late because of my technical issues. Did we talk picks? No, we didn't talk picks. We have the banner, though, don't we? I got it. Oh, you're the best. Uh, Kevin, little change of position this week, by the way. No way. I went five and one and ten and two. You went five and one and eight and four. So your one your one match lead swung the other way. You beating me? Yep. I don't like it. Well, I got, it's got to swing around again, so let me see. Uh, uh, can we speed this up a little? There we go. So I'm 183-74-2. I went 5-1 and one at the fucking WWE and then 10-2 and two for AEW. You're 182-75-2. You're one back, 5-1 and one and 8-4. and four. That was the swing difference. Matt is at 174-83-2. He's far back already. 4-2 and 7-5. and five. Brundon, 174, 83, and 2. I guess he's tied with Matt, 4 and 2, and 10 and 2. Handsome Kevin coming back, 5 and 1, and 10 and 2. Good lord, dude. I don't like good, good, good weekend of picks for me. Still yeah. got a lot of ground, but uh, that, was a, that was a good good weekend of picks. Kick myself on the judgment day. Kick myself on that one. I, that was that was one Bro, of my a lot of gra- Dude, you're 16 back. Yeah. I don't. That was, uh, was rough out of the gate, man. It was rough out of the gate. Yeah. The Judgment Day one actually makes sense for picking, like, just based on where that story is and having uh, Damian Priest and Finn Balor hitting each other but also being the champions. It's, like, it's an easy story device to tell, and I should have known that, having, and I should have picked Judgment Day for that. Yeah, I, I, I waffled quite a bit. Went back yeah, and forth, I back and that was, Handsome Kevin and I were talking about earlier. That was, that was one that... Uh, I should have saw the writing on the wall with that one, but yeah. you know it is what it is. The match was the match was entertaining. Probably was the most enjoyable match on the card for me. Was that which is interesting because I don't normally like those uh, those overly gimmick matches, but that Steel City Street yeah. fight was uh, that was an entertaining match. But and like the gimmick spots they did kind of made me chuckle, like when they put on the the, the hockey gear the and all that kind of stuff. Like the, yeah, Jimmy Crosby yeah. and uh, Mario Lemieux. Yeah, like that stuff made me that stuff made me chuckle. And then uh, when Owens did the Swanton, uh, that was the, stiff. 
I was concerned. Yeah, yeah, I was concerned. It looked like he definitely hit something or hit in a way in which he shouldn't have. So uh, there was another one too, Kevin. There was another spot that I also was really, really nervous about. Was it? Uh, it what? Well, first of all, I hate the spear into the to the barricade because that's been done to death. Even though it was Rio Ripley, which is yeah. fun, which is awesome, which is kind of yeah. cool, but. There was another spot that I was like, oh, my God, that was fucking stiff. And I, I'm sorry that I'm blanking on it. So the story is kind of going nowhere. But, they, yeah, that, that Swanton, his, like, coccyx, his, like, tail, uh, you know, tailbone, can't be feeling good today at all. No. Yeah. No. Ah, he's got a big fucking light ass. He'll be fine. <laughs> Bro, I don't care how big you are or how fat you are. I'm, I'm the skinniest guy on the planet. There's no amount of fat on that area that protects you none you you had some ballsy picks here for aew though man like you went with orange cassidy you went with dark order too which i, was well, I went surprised. with orange cassidy because i didn't well i think i talked, talked about this last week where i felt like orange cassidy i went with dark order because i don't know i don't know <laughs> Like Hobbs, I can understand. Like Hobbs, Miro, like that. That was a pretty close call, if we're being honest. But yeah, like I didn't. I don't know, man. Silver and Reynolds. I was kind of like, ah, because like why, like why give them that win and then not do it, and then like maybe like first of all, Adam Cole and MJF as the ROH champions. I guess. They're still trying to sell a network for a TV show, so let's put our tag titles on the two biggest stars we got. But I just felt like that would be kind of starting to blow off between MJF and uh, and Cole. So put the belts on Dark Order. People love them. Do they? Reynolds and Silver? 100%. Just, when, uh, when freaking Tony Khan decides to let people love them. I was going to say, if people loved them, you would think that they'd be on TV a little bit more. Yeah, you right. would think You would think at this point like they would just do something with Reynolds and Silver and just cut the rest of the Dark Order loose to fucking just move on, man. Like, well, there's Dark... only three of them. But that's the thing. like Dark Order's just kind of... Who's in there yet? Pizzeria Uno? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Get him back with Stu. Isn't Stu back? Or no, they split up Stu, didn't they? Stu is... He's with I don't know the, what to do with, actually. He's with the point. righteous now. Oh, isn't he was he? with yeah, he was with the righteous, but I don't even think he's with them anymore. So then what the fuck? Like, yeah, Alan Angels is in impact as a completely different dude. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's kind of over, right? I mean, just let, let Reynolds and Silver over. just be the dark order and that's it. I don't know. Yeah. Or uh, bring Colt back. Nah, I don't. I don't really need Cole Cabana on TV. Well, now now that Punk is gone, why not bring freaking Colt back and let him be uh, the fourth, the fourth, the fourth man? Honestly, like, I hate to say it, like, I really don't care if Cole Cabana is back on my TV. I re- I just, I don't know. I just well, don't. I'm with you. I didn't really think about it until right now. Like, I like Reynolds and Silver. <laughs> you could like give those guys something new, repackage them because Reynolds and Silver is a good fucking team. Like, do something with them. Give him a shot, stinks. you know? It just stinks that Johnny Silver has so much charisma. And while Alex Reynolds is so good in the ring, and actually Silver is too, to be honest with you, because I've seen both Silver, of guys Silver's too. a good straight man. He works well. Like, when, 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 like I used no, to like watching... No, the opposite. I, for real? Straight man? He's Johnny Hungy. 
No, I I, I meant Alex Reynolds as the straight. Oh, man. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe I didn't say that. No, but like watching those two on Be the Elite, they were some of the fucking funniest things on that show. You know, that's that's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, if if you just you just let them run as a comedy act, they'll they'll give you that shot of entertainment during the show that'll get you know get you a chuckle that that you'd need. And they so. always put they always put like a woman with them, like fucking Anna J with those two would have been perfect, perfect. Oh. Just fucking just Johnny just trying to crack her up all the time. Dude, that shit used to make me fucking laugh. Yeah. Every I used to watch Be the Elite every fucking week just for them. Just for fucking I I was thinking about this the other day too. Um when uh what's his name was around? What the what the fuck was his name? The exalted one. God, why is his name blank? Luke, uh, Luke uh, Brody King. Or no, Brody, Brody, uh, Brody Lee. Brody Lee. Yeah. Brody Lee, yeah. I, I had enough of Brody Lee though. Every other word out of his mouth was the F word. I was like, My God, does every other word have to be the F word? But but fucking like the way but fucking well, the way they would interact with uh with Silver and Reynolds oh it was such funny shit funny shit dude take and the fucking paper Anna 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 and she would fucking sit there covering her face because she was cracking up yeah no I'm telling you they're they're still good and obviously Silver was always like the money but like I said it's like that tag team division even if you put them in a co- in a, a comedy gimmick like where are they gonna go. It's like really tough. I don't know. I'd like, like to see them on my, on my TV, though. You know. Yeah. Like, as uh, I, I think I really think that the like the comedy gimmick for them gives them the most value. Like I, I really think that they like within that comedy that adding that lightness to the show that gives them the most value and probably gives them the most longevity right now with 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 the company. I'm with that. And Alex Reynolds is a sneaky funny guy. Oh, yeah. Very sneaky, funny guy. Like I didn't watch a lot of being the elite, but like just knowing him, very, very funny. So like I know he has it in him, but just Johnny Silver's just has like he just has that look. He has that persona, and he has that gimmick that he's always gonna overshadow Alex. But Alex can easily be just as funny as Johnny Silver. Hundred percent. Whatever happened to Kyle Reynolds? Oh, oh, Kyle. I don't it know. Used to be, it used to be the Reynolds brothers, no? Like years ago? Yeah. Yep. They, yeah, they were. And I, he had the best, I think the best Shining Wizards t-shirt picture ever in the history of the world. He was like him taking a nap with his, him sucking his thumb. Yes, the yes. Shirt. 100%, yep. It might be the funniest one we've ever had. Uh and I don't, I don't know. I, th- I think he still wrestles, like maybe, but like once, like maybe like in a blue moon. But well, I got yeah, nothing so, on Kyle Reynolds. Got a complete blank. I can shoot his real name, I guess, because I do have my laptop open, which I didn't realize I had this open the entire time. He's not online somewhere. No, he is. Oh no, I'm still friends with him. No, no, no. But what I mean is, like, he like, you would think like he's got something on like one of the uh, wrestling databases, no? He's got to. I'm trying to find his picture because his picture is up on our on our website. Definitely. Let me see. No, he's a great guy. He, I mean, he wrestled some. Uh, he wrestled some dark stuff. He wrestled some AEW stuff. Okay. Yeah, I just I'm Kyle just... Bra- Kyle Bradley is his. Well, that's all right. We don't think about government names. I found the picture. Let me see if I can post. No, this I mean, he, he posted it. It might not even be a real name for all I know. Let me see. Uh, here we go. Share this. There he is. Did it come up? Good looking guy. Yeah. 
funny-ass picture. Now I don't know how to get rid of it. You just got to share it, don't you? Oh, I didn't share it. Oh, there we go. I'm yeah. sorry. I was on. I was on the. Uh, I was on the other screen. I thought screen. I thought it popped up. <laughs> That's the greatest. Tell me about the greatest shirt pick of all time. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Just like literally sucking his thumb, taking a nap on our shirt. It doesn't look like he's sucking his thumb. Is, looks like right? the looks like the thumb is tucked. It's is it tucked? No, he's sucking it. Oh, that thumb he's is sucking tucked. something. Nah, that thumb is tucked. Is it that's, a, that, that's a tuck thumb. Tuck thumb. That's a tuck thumb. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tucked thumb. No. Hey, hey, Kevin, was Ritu Chandra your friend? She's a comedian. That's right. Oh, bro. All right, we got. All right, we got to bring this picture up. <laughs> I forgot about this tall drink of water. Holy shit! Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can do this. You're going to bring in all the female friends that I've had in my life that have worn our shirts? No, no, no. But, th- but this one in particular, bro, she got some hitters. Yeah. That fucking, that fucking, that logo is out there, man. <laughs> if you want to join us now, Memory Lame, go over to ShiningWizards.com and check out the uh, Rockin' the Shirt page. Some fucking gems on there, Jesus. man. Like, no joke. I mean, there's more than that. Oh, there's definitely more. We could spend the whole episode doing this shit. <laughs> and you probably would. But, oh my uh, god, dude! We got Shelly Martinez on here. Fucking uh, Jules Malone is on here. Uh, who else? Hey, Pizzeria Uno's on here. Look at that! I told you. I still gotta get his AEW thing. Oh my god! I got a picture here of fucking Shining Wizards Kevin with fucking Ms. New York. Oh, we're, we're sharing this shit. Oh, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, I do one more. I promise. Let's, let's no, no. I, I, this is. I like this, to be honest with you. Hey, I mean, it's small, but you get the idea. She's even holding her sash, bro. It's not small, but... <laughs> That's what she said. I was going to yeah. say, man, nobody's going to yeah. take the bait on that one, huh? No, oh, yeah, I got the, I got right there. I'm not going to be, <laughs> gonna be uh, slandered on the air. This is amazing, man. Like, just just the the fucking entire catalog of people wearing our picture, dude. Wearing our fucking shirt here. Dude, like, Diamond Dallas Page, Tony. DDP fucking... Dude, Andrew WK, for Christ's sake. That was, like, one of the first ones, wasn't it? (laughs) No, but it was definitely... It's definitely a gem, dude. We got an entire row of Zicky Dice wearing our t-shirt. On Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, dude. He wore it to the ring. He wore it in NWA. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Gabby Ortiz is here. Tombstone Jesus in the fucking mountains of Utah. You're mentioning people that nobody knows. Oh, dude, if you don't know Tombstone Jesus, you got to find Tombstone Jesus. Wait, Gabby Ortiz? People know Gabby Ortiz. Uh, people Gabby. know Gabby. Gabby's great. Yeah. Uh, Eric Young is on here. Jerry Lynn, Kevin Sullivan, Red Dragon, AJ Styles, Del Wilkes, Lanny Poffo, Rest in peace. Holy shit, man! Henry O. Godwin. <laughs> Henry O. Godwin. The hog. Yeah. Okay. Fucking LaGreca, Hammerstone, Rob Van Dam, Scotty Riggs. Scotty fucking Riggs. We got three different pictures of Scotty Riggs. Four. Like merch, Sorry. Dude. Four pictures of Scotty Riggs. Scotty Riggs loves the merch. Holy shit, dude. Man, I could go on forever. I, I, I got to stop. It's it's such good shit. I, I'm, oh, this would be a great segment. So... One other question I got for you guys here, wrestling related here, and it's not anything current. But uh, when I was uh, when I was staying at uh, you know Matt's place, I was well watch the network right before I go to bed, just watch a little network. Sure. 
and I was watching some Raw, and the match was the Beverly Brothers Ooh. versus Money Inc. And the Beverly Brothers were working face. Do you guys have any recollection of the Beverly Brothers working face at all? Because I, I was watching, like I was about, like I was in that that nice zone, right? That zone, yep. like okay, I'm about to fall asleep. Ready to, yeah. And then the Beverly's come out and they're working face. And I was like, well, I'm fucking awake for another hour. So like, yeah, no, any none. recollection? No. Oh, man. None. Yeah, not whatsoever. Think, the- to be honest with you, I think you're making it up. <laughs> no, I can completely see them doing that, though. Like, they probably like, hey, you're working Money Inc. You're working face tonight. Like, I can completely see somebody saying that. It's on the network. Yeah, it was on a Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I could completely see somebody backstage telling them you're working face. Really? I don't remember them having a face run. Uh, were they were they long for the WWF at that point? No, no, no it was it was no, it was Tori. They were there from like ninety two to like maybe mid ninety three. They went. So, they were in WW WCW by like ninety five. So this would have had to have been before the Mania title defense, maybe. I wish I could remember exactly where. Well, Mania, where it was. yeah, Mania is April ninety three. And we're joking, so I honestly believe that it did happen. No, but, of course. Like, no fucking way. Like, get the fuck out of here. Were yeah. they good faces? No. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you could tell you you could tell that they maybe rarely ever worked face, uh, especially as a team, and they still they oh. still Im- implemented some of the heel tactics, like choking. Uh, I think they choked DiBiase with the with the uh, tag rope stuff like that. Like they still worked their 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 heel shtick, but they were God, definitely you know the, the the faces in the in the match. Like they they pumped the crowd up a little <laughs> bit, not a ton, but it was there, and the crowd was cheering for them. It was strange. It's not unheard of. Here's some. Here's I something interesting. Do you remember it? The more, like my mind is like a fucking weird. Like egg, right? So like, the more I think about it, the more I do kind of remember this. So it says Wayne Bloom left WWF in April '93 and semi-retired, while Enos still stayed as Blake Beverly for a few months, working in, as enhancement talent on the syndicated shows. Although here's something else interesting. And Blake would team with weird ass dudes sometimes. Oh, know. completely possible for sure. Yeah. It says throughout late 92 and early 93, they found themselves in comedic mixed tag matches paired with little Louie against the yeah. bushwhackers, the book bushwhackers oh, yeah. for me to say, and tiger Jackson. Yeah, that's nothing. That's nothing new. You don't remember tiger Jackson. He was trained going- by sky Lolo and little Brutus. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Tiger Jackson's uh, was Claude Giroux. Giroux? Yeah, French-Canadian. Um, uh, Dink. He was Dink. Not he was Dink the Clown. He was Little Hulkster, the Macho Midget, and Tiny Tim. Well, of course. Do <laughs> the tulips. Oh, shit. Team with his brother Lionel Giroux, who you might know as Little Beaver. Oh. He was Little Beaver's brother. Little Beaver cool. brother. In the same fam? Yeah. Pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's an entire show on like uh, Lifetime or A and E, which like all the family's midgets, except like one kid isn't, which is weird. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, weird shit I find. I don't want to. I don't want to get there. But I, I, it's pretty good that <laughs> you got two, uh, two and one right there. 
I think the parents got divorced, and each parent who was a little person wound up marrying or getting in a relationship with a big person. Hmm. Oh, hilarity ensued, believe me. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. Right? Nobody, Nobody's worried about the lifestyles and like the ongoings of like your dwarf families. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, had to be, that had to be 100% for laughs, right? I mean... Coming up next after Full House, the like... <laughs> Not so full house. <laughs> half full house, halfway right, house. They write themselves. Halfway house. <laughs> I'm out. Tony, you in? I didn't. I didn't realize you were into that uh, that type of television, Tony. Hey, if you get a chance, uh, Google Bridget the Midget and have yourself a howling good night. Yeah. I'm familiar, Tony. Oh, <laughs> oh. Have you not ever met television, Tony? <laughs> Television Tony has a lot of interests. Oh, uh, I don't really watch too much new TV, to be honest with you. Okay. I uh, I find myself watching that teenage euthanasia show on uh, on a Cartoon Network, part of the Adult Swim. God. Yeah, so the gimmick is like the family owns a funeral home, and like the daughter of Baba, not that Baba, like Grandma's name is Baba. She died, but she came back to life, so she's kind of like a walking zombie, but she's not really a zombie. She's just Re, re, re alive, not dead anymore, even though she's dead. Yeah. And, and she's got a daughter who's like kind of portly and she's trying to make friends in school. And her mother's a whore. And like, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Is it, uh, is it like a, Oh, it's Adult Swim. It's not like on with Teen Titans or anything like that. I was going to say, like in my, in my head, and this might not even be close, but is it almost like a, like a modern day type of oblongs? Sort of, but not really, because the Oblongs, they all had problems. And this right. one is just like, there's a mom, she's from the old country, and like the son is kind of like, he's like, sucks at mom's teeth, like he's afraid to let her go, like he's like a big baby child, you know? And the daughter was a whore, and she died, and she has a kid, and they, she doesn't want to, she wants the kid to be a whore, but the kid wants to be a good girl. It's, it's, it's all over the place. Sounds like it. No, and I they own a funeral home, so, yeah. It's won't good be times. watching that one. Yeah, it's good times. You all should. Right. You should check it out. Not going to check it out. Is there anything else we want to discuss before we pull this train into the station? I feel like we need to do less labor on Labor Day. I think we're good, baby. Yeah. Do we have anything? What's going on next week? What, what do we have planned next week? I don't even know the schedule. Oh, Tony, next show? week. Get ready because we're hopping in that time machine, baby. We're hopping time in machine, the time machine. Say? Time machine. Next week is Retro Wizards, Tony. Retro, Retro Wizards? Wizards. I'm intrigued. Whew, well, you got to tune in to find out, buddy, because uh, we're, we're hopping to that. We're calling up Doc Brown. We're hopping in that fucking DeLorean. We're kicking the bitch down. We're hitting 88 miles per hour. We got 1.21 gigawatts. You bet your baby balls we do. Oh, yeah. and, and we're hopping to the time machine next week for Retro Wizards. It's going to be a fun time, man. It's, it's, it's going to be fucking awesome. Did you really believe me when I said what was next week? I didn't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, All right, Tony, you plug next week. Top my plug. No, I'm just going Stop to the Jungle it! Jack. I'm going to the Jungle Jack School of Bullshit Acting. That's all. Never. I was. It's gonna make a pops joke. I'm gonna leave it though. <laughs> uh, all righty then. Uh. <laughs> no, I just hate that I'm doing this on my phone. It, it's really bothering me. 
It's no, all right. Well, you've, you've been you, frozen most of the night, so you're fine. Yeah, it's all right, dude. What? I have been? Yeah, your oh, picture's yeah. been frozen, but your your audio's been fine. Your audio's been absolutely fine. It's just that you're frozen, so it's it's. All Are you good. sure that I'm just, it's not just me being me? Listen, if you could sit there with one eye sort of open and the other one closed for like three minutes at a time, <laughs> good on you. Very that's, good chance. That's a fucking... That's a skill I need to learn. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't noticed anything on my end. Yeah, you're frozen right now. Yeah. You look good, but you look frozen. Yeah, you look good. You're frozen. Uh, well, <laughs> well, sorry about that. That's going to beat me up tomorrow. No, no worries. You're no, good. no, you're fine. Dude, you're fine. This was a fucking good time. We, uh, I think the big thing that we needed to cover was, was covered in depth and, uh, we went over some pay-per-view action, and uh, yeah, we talked yeah. a little, uh, little global, a little AWF. Oh, hey, man, it's a vacation. It all in. It's a vacation day for most of us. So yeah, yeah well, it's, it's, we hope it's you. Still, it's still the summer of the Wizards. We're yeah. next week or two weeks from now for me. Next week we'll come back correct, baby. That's fine, and if we don't, we don't. Whatever. No, what do you mean? We will. We have to. We Maybe will. Matt's throwing pizzas around. Did they have pizza in '95? <laughs> 93. No, Nine. I thought it was 95. It's 93, isn't it? It's 95. King Kong Bundy style, bro. Five. <laughs> All right, 95 it is. <laughs> I like how he's, like, the way he's froze now because he kind of looks super baked. Like, kinda, right oh, there. Now right there. Now he looks baked. <laughs> is it 93? It's 93. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's going to be a fucking humdinger of a time next week. Please join us once again. Thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you guys had a great Labor Day. Hope you had some uh, some burgers and some dogs and some steaks and some some of them fucking Minnesota sides like fucking sun chips and macaroni salads or fucking tuna salads or whatever. Fucking the fuck veggie I'm plate, eating. man. Veggie plate. Veggie Take plate. Your veggies up your ass like fucking Rick Steiner and Sharpies. <laughs> It's not how I take them in. I don't know what else to say, man. This is a great anthem to end the show on, as we always do. Want to thank uh, Handsome Kevin and KJG for joining me tonight. It was fun as always. Big ups to Matt, still slinging them pies. Actually got stuck working even later and he was not happy about it. But don't worry, man. He'll be happy next week when we take this shit back to 1995. What does that mean for you? You got to tune in and find out, people. Uh, I don't know. I guess we got to put the fucking gimmick up. There we go. Thank you so much, dude. And good.